0: back to there will be dungeons for sunday january 30th 2022 with scott and bo and john and Kristen and kyle and possibly uh, a cat and a baby might show up we don't know sometimes we get special guests and you just never know what's going to happen here where we play D with each other and have a great time a reminder as as it's
1: not a certain european special guest.
0: yeah that's fine. fine we don't want that uh <laughs> <laughs> that thing i brought up twice earlier yeah we probably don't want that guy here Anyway, uh, we're here to do a, uh, some fun. We're going to play. We're playing D&D, and you're here to play with us, and we'd like to remind you that our friends at phoenixbrilltea.com slash TWBD would like you to go check out some of their great teas. I had the Mind Flare this morning. Mm, mm. It's my one of my favorites, uh, and it's also yeah, very... How's
1: your, how are your eyeballs doing?
0: Good. It's not caffeine-y, but, um, so there's no hype from it, but I do feel like I'm my life is a is a mirage and everything that's happening isn't actually happening to me is there is there a
1: little parasite gestating in your in your cerebellum
0: yeah just a little one though i call it dax it's the hot one anyway just kidding hey welcome back everybody we're gonna get going but we can't go until we find out what happened last time on there will be dungeons so i pass the mic to Kristen, who will tell us all about it Kristen.
2: Last time on There will be Dungeons, after convincing a cumbered Nash to compress Pharrell, the little lizard was able to best the bars and reveal a rear where doors and a stone statue stood. Stanley ransacked the rooms, finding Tungsten's latch key for a lockbox, prompting a hunt for a hidden access to a vault. But just as they discovered the door, a golden ooze gobbled up Stanley's wisdom. <laughs> The baby. Now cut off from care, Stanley dove to the depository, took Tungsten's treasure, carefully kept coordinates, and collected as many coins as he could carry. Making their way back to the bar, they were ambushed by orc attackers who claimed to be the new rulers of the Rock. With no wary wisdom from Stanley and animal instinct nagging Nash to dive into dragon form, the fight was fast, leaving only two orcs recruited to run Stanley's ship. But before beelining to the captured coordinates, they needed to restore Stanley and Nash's stolen stats. Now we join our heroes as they dare to undo the goo gobbles. Can they retrieve skimmed skills? Do they want to after the previous combat concluded so casually? (laughs) What are you saying? And when they do depart, where will Tungsten's coordinates conclude? Stay tuned for the continuing conundrums and perilous pursuits of space.
3: All
0: right, Bo, it's all yours.
1: So we are in the city of Burp, the ruined city of Burp, atop Blastbelly Rock, a mined-out, abandoned Dwarven asteroid floating out in the middle of space. We last left our heroes, Nash Maggard of the Solar Mines, Varel Rasfim-Kurik, Hope Akamenos, Queen Hope Akamenos, and Captain Stanley Billings, a.k.a. Valir Ornoth. Of the Fate Six, looking upon Ailbun, who is petting the dragon form of Nash uh, near the Wet Whistle, in pre, uh, in attendance outside the Wet Whistle near the cages that the orcs of the Green veil vale imprisoned the hero's companions and allies. Our badass tea union wheel the Celele or the Belele Kuhn to Stanley's. Celele Prime. The more we say this, the better I'll get at it.
3: It's practice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and there's Ale, Ale Hard Bottom, and several other dwarves, including the orcs, Tick, Took, and Look, that have joined the party. In the distance, you can see your ship, the Fate Six, moored on the war, space wharf, as well as the orcs marauding ship looking metal full of barbed wire and sharp jagged edges. A similar boat, but... Vicious in appearance. Well, I never seen anything like it. A dragon, a man dragon. Majestic. Says Ailboon as he strokes your chin,
0: Nash. Oh. He strokes my chin?
1: Yeah, he, he reached his hand out to Pet. I think when we last left off, you let him...
0: You let him... Oh, I, your, I don't remember that. Yeah, I'd let him. That's fine. He can touch me. Within I mean, re- You don't have to. We can, within reason. You know, if he's just stroking my chin, that's fine. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's if, just a, it's, you know, like a Jon Snow touching the dragon kind of deal, right? It's just like, oh, jeez.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he's
1: He's very nervous.
0: His eyes are wide with excitement and fear. If he starts going south for my, plant like reproductive organs then we'll have words but right I now, mean
1: you'll know he's got to walk like 50 feet right like a giant dragon <laughs> Yeah <laughs> and like He's got be dwarf a supple move <laughs> <laughs> Oh we yeah We have to like walk all the way there and look for it so
0: Yeah I forgot entirely that I was still in dragon form never mind It's all good Away, hey, you're
4: staying that way because you're smarter as a dragon. That's right. Or as a person right now.
0: That's, That's right. true. Active effects include
1: Stanley's lack of wisdom uh, down to a three and Nash's dexterity down to a three, as well as intellect down to a three. However, because of your dragon form, you are um, compensating with your dragon. Okay. And have your dragon stats. Now, when last we left off, you had gone to the Bank of Burp, found the coordinates, as uh, Kristen mentioned in her recap. And uh, you're now headed back here to go back to the ship, I believe, now, in, now that you're in possession of the coordinates.
4: Well, well, this is fantastic. I'm glad we could help you all out. We've got a. Uh, Stanley will lean over to the orcs. Go ahead and get that chest loaded up. Just discreet like.
1: That's right. So you did take a chest full of gold. There's about 12K left in there. Um they go yes we will do that for you captain and the orcs begin making their way towards the ship with the chest and toe
4: um you know it's been a real good experience being here in burp uh you know you've got a quality place we're gonna be off we got what we needed and uh we appreciate each and every one of you you all have a fine day
1: thank you very much You have no idea how grateful you are. We were almost meat puppets for the orcs. Now, I dare say, we'll be leaving too. We had a bit of a talk in the cage. And we're going home. We're going to take their boat and get off this damn rock. So, don't come back here expecting any hospitality. If you're ever in the area... Do send a line.
3: Where exactly?
5: Magra. Are you interested in perhaps joining a war?
1: Mm. (laughs) No. (laughs) 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 I was hoping to go back to be a estranged wife and win her art from the new men she has. Ah, love is its own war. Yes, and I haven't many years left, so I don't know that my, I don't know that I've got any good fighting days ahead of me.
5: Okay. And I walk past him and head to the ship.
4: (laughs) Great. You hear a yell, Captain, what the hell? From the ship. Oh, I gotta go. Hey, if you're ever in the neighborhood of Earth, look us up till then. Ta-ta. And Stanley will start running towards the ship to. Right. Address this.
2: Uh, wait, um, do any of you know here about the golden goo? It seems to have taken some things from our uh, friends.
4: Golden
1: goo? Oh, you mean the belly snickles?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: yes. And hopefully, yeah.
1: she'll
2: shake her head a little.
1: If you get touched with one of the belly snickles, just uh, take a rest. It'll clear up in a day.
3: Oh. Okay.
5: Yeah. Wait Thank a minute. You. Hope, can I talk to you?
2: Yes. She'll go over to Varel.
5: Now, I understand that our sorcerer's companion could use a rest and recover what little uh, faculties he possesses. (laughs) However, Stanley has proved himself to be much more effective in this form.
2: Uh, It was a lot faster. He'll remember, though, so maybe we can talk about it.
5: But he'll... Walked so directly out of things, he immediately engaged in combat. It was a sight to behold. I suggest we assault him with bells when he tries to rest.
2: No, v- Varel, he does need to rest,
5: but not like a fool rests. Surely, an interrupt every three hours would maintain his current drain.
2: I don't think he'd appreciate being kept from this.
5: He won't be wise enough to know. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, if that's the case, why don't you tell him about it and let him decide?
5: Good idea.
4: Stanley!
2: Hope will start getting on the ship. He, and
4: He's already working. running for the ship. He's, he's, he's wandered
5: away. Well, I'll mind him on board then. Okay. okay.
1: So you run to the ship, Valir, and you see that uh, the orcs are on board, backs to each other in a circle with their swords at while the ghosts circle them.
4: What is the meaning of this? Why are there ghosts here? Oh, right, right,
3: right. Stay back!
4: Look, hold on. It's fine, everybody. Arms down. Arms down. Hey, look. You three, it's not your day for fighting anyway. Don't worry about it. Look. These... This is our crew. We have a ghost crew. It's very handy on account of the fact they can't be killed. Like your former crew. This crew goes on forever.
1: Yes, but they can sneak into our thoughts.
4: No, they can't. They wouldn't do that. Would you guys do that? Uh, your uncle goes, "Maybe. <laughs> Depends." All right. Who right. It well, is. all right. Well, you know, they might do that, but it's nothing you have to worry about. They're confined to the ship. They can't go anywhere beyond here. They're not going to tell anybody anything. It's fine. Look, We've been flying with these ghosts for a, a really long time now and uh, never had any problems. So I think you all just need to settle in and don't worry about it so much.
1: All right, persuasion and dis- or deception check, please.
4: We'll go with deception because we have not been flying with them for a very long time. Uh, 18. Okay. Um,
1: yeah, so the orcs... They're very mistrustful. They begin lowering their swords, but they don't like it.
4: They don't. They clearly don't like it. And they're going. Look, one last try. You have two options: you make peace with the ghosts, or you can go back and fight Nash the Dragon.
1: They lower the swords. Yeah, nobody
0: all wants right, to fight. Great! That.
4: See, we're all getting along so good. You'll see, you will lack them. I promise, and they'll lack you because you can do, you know, living things, which is fun. So uh, let's. Do we there. have quarters?
3: <laughs>
0: living things.
4: Uh, yeah. I mean, you've got uh, it's. You know, there's a general area that everybody has access to. Um, <laughs> I'll show you. Actually, you know what? We'll have one of the ghosts show you. Uh, Somebody show them to where they can rest and uh, make sure the chest gets, uh, you know, in with the rest of us. Put it in the other crew. You want
1: any captain's quarters or? You know what?
4: Captain's quarters is better. Let's put it in the captain's quarters. We'll put it in
1: there. And they, they, so right this way, orcsies, and they take the orcs down uh, below decks. The orcs are obliged, but they still look nervous and untrusting. But you think maybe given some time, perhaps they'll, they'll warm up to the ghosts. Now the rest of the crew clambers on uh, behind you from the dock.
0: Except uh, for Burrell. me. I don't know what I'm going to do. Should I turn back? Well,
1: hmm, well, the, the the boats uh, can support your weight, so you can just fly onto the boat as a dragon form if you want.
0: Alright, I'll do that. Yeah. I want to stay smart So for a big a while. black
1: dragon flies through space and then lands on the deck Uncle Sever comes up and says well did you have a good adventure uh, nephew
4: oh it was very good we found exactly what we were looking for as well as a chest full of gold right very groovy yes groovy indeed Nash is a dragon right now because he's uh, smarter when he's a dragon
1: we were briefed on that. We know.
4: Oh, okay, yep. No surprise well, here
1: to us. Remember, we traveled with him back in the day.
4: Oh, that's right. Well, then, yeah, you know generally how Nash is.
1: Yep, he's a weird one. That's for sure. There's always a new surprise around the corner. Age or a Nash?
0: I'll go. Mm. Just kind of a agreement. Grumpy. How man. are
1: your Dragon Balls hanging today?
0: Uh, to the left and slightly tender.
5: That's not how they work.
2: Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've never seen youth balls. How would you know that?
5: <laughs> They're inside. They do not hang at all.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: this ne- is dragging a few words Nash has very little he doesn't know what to say to that that isn't that's not uh, thats
1: that's probably the case with you you're a dragon as well uh, you are in that reptilian area of creature you probably also have your uh, genitalia tucked into a um, Into your body.
0: Do we determine that I... Do I get it? Although you
1: are also a female dragon in in dragon form. Or at least you have the ancestor of a female dragon. So there may be other things going on. You haven't particularly examined your your situation. Maybe that's for the best.
0: That is for the... It's for all of our best. To not know. Yeah. (laughs) It's beyond the scope of Dungeons & Dragons. We're all better off. If,
5: If the temperature of your reproductives give you pause, Nash... Might I suggest laying on a cool surface... Or a warm one. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's good advice, Nash, says Uncle Sever. I'll say uh, I'll keep that in mind and stomp around, irritated. <clears throat> so, Captain Billings, where are we off to next? Or
1: Captain oh. Onarth, I should say.
4: Right. What you we've, going by these days? Uh, we've got, uh, you know, Valir, Captain North It's all good. Uh, where's Hope? Hope, we well, got coordinates, uh, right?
2: Uh yeah, yeah, and hopes up by the, the steering wheel. The helm.
1: Alright, and badass T comes on board as well as the. Uh, Union. Um So Crooked Hand Row comes up to you and says, What you got there, lass? Got some new cordies for us.
2: Yeah, yeah, we found these, and this is probably where we need to go next.
3: Ooh.
1: He examines the, the glyphs. That's a rough part of space. You well- sure?
2: Yeah, what do you mean?
1: Well, it's uncharted There's not much around there We'll be far from help
2: Would you suggest anything before we take off?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, we're well stocked We're as ready as we'll ever be um, We haven't got much else in the way of options Unless You know anybody else uh, With a fleet of ships to help support us But I don't think that's the case
2: no. Um. Any idea how long this would take?
1: Mm, probably looking at a day's travel.
2: All right. So we could get some sleep before we show up.
1: All right. Well, come here. Let's uh, get the coordinates put in. Why don't you do it? You can practice with the ship.
2: All right. Hope we'll practice putting the coordinates in.
1: All right, but first we got to undock. And so you you know, work with him to undock the ship. The ship, you know, uh, the the ghost crew comes in and unties the ship from the wharf, and the boat slowly pulls out backwards from Blast Belly Rock, and then turns slightly and makes its way towards open space. Crooked Hand Row and Hope work to punch in on the typewriter the coordinates for the next location, and then you push the throttle, and a rift opens up in space, and... You're now flying through rift space at light speed. Well, the party is now going to experience some downtime. You're free to get anything done that you need to get done as you journey to your next location. You have a day, roughly. So game time.
0: We sleep. If you sleep off, so we did. We learned that if I sleep off my lack of intelligence, it'll only take what a long rest to do that.
1: Yeah, it'll clear after a long rest, um, but. You, Scott, know that? I don't know if Nash uh, can really have the intelligence to put that together. Well, he would in dragon
0: form, though, right? Yes. Yeah. So he, so if he knows... See, this is the trick. If he knows that if he gets an, an, an arrest, this will clear, that means he knows he'll need to turn normal, but he's going to need somebody to make sure he goes to bed. Ah. Because when he's back to him. normal, he may not be his self.
1: To speak with your allies for an assistant maybe to, to chaperone you? Uh, I would go
0: Varel! Uh, similarity of our genitalia aside in this form, I have a, que- I have a request. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I need now to... Completely normal <laughs> normal
3: way to start a sentence. <laughs>
0: I'll say, I need to, I need to uh, rest off this effect and get my intelligence back. Uh, but when I turn back in a normal Nash, I might be kind of horrible at remembering to do this. So can I count on you to just make sure I go to bed? Uh, you know, Put me in my quarters and make me go to sleep uh, once I transform.
5: As long as I'm not responsible for that particular ritual with the hole in the ground, this is fine. <laughs> you
0: don't have to do any of that, I, I promise. I already shit in this form. Everything's fine. I'm good. I'm cleared out. Where did you shit? <laughs> Everyone's looking like, Just oh in the no, air. Just outside in the air before we took off. <laughs> in <the air>. <laughs> Just <laughs> dropped one randomly out there. And it's just fine.
1: a giant dragon turd floating in
3: space. Yeah.
1: yeah it's like shitting in the pool, man. Yeah. What the hell? I don't mind. <laughs> people, people, the big, it's a very big pool. People yeah. fly spaceships through there, man.
0: <laughs> the chances of them running through my poo are like a billion to one. It'll be fine.
1: <laughs> they never do that in star trek where they're just flying and a big dragon poo just splats on the view screen
3: like no
0: space is too big like pigeon shit yeah. yeah yeah so uh so do you do you agree very fine okay and i mean forcefully if you need to i need to get i need to sleep this off before we get in trouble anywhere else and uh i will now uh, oh wait no god not- oh i won't do it yet because Varel is wanting to say something.
5: I must speak with Stanley. First, please maintain your current intelligence.
0: Okay, and I'll just, just sit there like a dog waiting for my owner to come back. <laughs> <laughs> Fortune intelligence. Yeah.
5: I go to find Stanley. Yeah,
4: Stanley, where are you now? After the ship's taken off.
5: Probably
4: be the- down in the crew quarters, opening up the chest, checking out the gold
1: and a ghost pops in before Varel can get in there he's like oh hey captain the boys are getting a card game together you want to join gamble
4: some of that money away well first we gotta divvy it I got responsibilities the team would be very upset with me if I didn't properly distribute it so I'm trying to go against my better nature of uh, taking a little off the top for myself but maybe when we're done
1: Right, well, I'll let the boys know. They'd be real excited. It'd be a good, at uh, work, um, team-building exercise to play poker with everyone on the ship.
4: Well, I am nothing if not a team player, so, you know, you save me a spot, and I will, I will be there when I can be there. All right. When the ghost looks
1: to you, Varel goes, Varel, and then he disappears to the floor.
4: Hmm.
5: Stanley, I shall inquire about this poker in a moment. First, I must talk to you. Great. How well, do you feel? Talk.
4: I feel fine, thank you. you a little seem, off, a little different, but not bad. You seem joyful. Yeah, I guess, you know, I've had a good day. Good days always make me happy.
5: It is my understanding that you, were you to rest, you would return to your former self
4: um by what do you mean like a well-rested version of myself able to cast amazing magics to marvel and spellbind yes the,
5: yes the very same but you can do that right now i am concerned nash has been drained of his ability to comprehend you seem to be drained of your ability to feel great sadness and regret mm.
0: That could be true. Which is worse.
5: You know, sometimes I
4: just feel like, you know, what's all the fuss about, really? You know? Yeah, bad things happen, but bad things happen to everybody all over the place. Happening all over the time. Good things happen, too. We got paid. We're on a ship. I'm the captain. (laughs) Crazy as that. And, uh, you know, there's no need to be too upset about
5: it. I agree. I find you very effective in this form. And I would encourage you to get as little rest as possible. Hmm.
4: I don't know, Varel. You see uh, see the way I teleported earlier right through that fence? Big obstacle in our path. I just walked right through it. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I only get to do that so many times a day unless I get rest. And while I like how I feel, I also like being effective and cool.
5: I see. I see. Might I caution you, then, to make sure your assistant is well beyond your reach, then, this evening?
4: My assistant?
5: Yes, you are incapable of self-control in these matters. Oh. Gotcha. I will see you at the poker, then. Yes.
4: You're going to play poker? I didn't know you played.
5: It was noted as an important team-building exercise.
4: Well, hey, it's going to be a learning experience for all of us. Because let me be honest with you, I've never played poker either. I know it's a card game of some kind.
5: I'm going to put Nash to bed.
4: Oh, great. (laughs) Is he sleeping as a dragon or is he, uh, you know, sleeping as a person?
5: He will be a person on the lower couches. Okay.
4: Well, this was a good talk for I like it. I feel like we don't talk enough.
5: I agree. Let us yep. talk again. Yes, that's I leave to go get Nash.
1: Okay, very good. Um so how you put Nash to bed?
5: Uh well, he's uh, so we got this couch down here. Um I would like to as these look like they're kind of the back couches with the big arms on the sides. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'd like to push two of them together to create a sort of cradle, mm-hmm. a sort of a contained area in case Nash rolls
1: yeah then you you don't want him waking up you want him fully yeah. rested
5: yeah and uh, i will so i will push one side against the wall push the other couch maybe maybe bind them together so that mm-hmm. you know if he were to get in the crack and push he couldn't do that in his sleep and uh yeah. that's always terrible yeah yeah and i, I will attempt to uh, make him comfortable
1: so Nash, are you attempting any resistance to this plan? When you you know you have any planned RP here? No, to
0: give, be a nuisance. As soon okay. as I as soon as I transform, I'm I'm ready to you know like I'm telling myself you know that I know what I need to do and that I need to go straight to this yeah. rest. But I just don't know what I'm gonna be after I turn. So,
1: so are you to get downstairs, you'd have to turn into human. So you're turning into a human.
0: Yeah. We'll do that first, and and near, near to guide you downstairs. Yeah, it would be I near Yeah, and then yeah. he'll he'll fulfill his his Varel duties to to that he committed okay. to take me down there. All right, all right. So Nash is. Uh, so I go. Ruff, ruff, ruff. Ruff, ruff. I turn into myself. <laughs>
1: transformers, <laughs> transformers. Um, yeah. So you bring Nash downstairs, and he he doesn't cause you any problems. It seems he curls up into the the couch. Uh, Cradle, you've
0: made and falls asleep. Oh, that's good news.
5: Oh, it was that
1: easy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was worried. It,
1: <laughs> it's up to you. It's your RP. That's what I said. Do you have any shenanigans planned? No, do you, do you I have think nothing I'm planned. Do I just
0: want to. I, I, all I know is if, unless you say there needs to be some sort of dice rolls to determine how well I make it down there, for however you want to apply those, then no, it went without a problem.
1: I mean, maybe if I would have thought of it like stairs are too hard for you. But I don't know. <laughs> I think it's fine. We can move on. Right. You're fine.
0: All right.
5: If it yeah. comes to it, I would swaddle him. Oh, yeah, I would. I would stand him up and and walk around him with a blanket to get him good and tight if he's going to struggle, and then kind of mummy him in to the beds, and then remember that human beings like these pillow instruments, and attempt right. to
1: well make a medicine check. You're you're t- caring for for Nash. Let's see how effective the caring really is here. A three. <laughs> oh man, this is okay. not caring at all. We'll, re- we'll, re- we'll revisit this.
4: Got
0: a blanket
4: over <laughs> head. Thank
1: Swap. you for the roll. We'll revisit this later. Um, okay. I hope. Uh, meanwhile, uh, you're piloting. Anything you want to get up to during this day?
2: Uh, not really. Once she's done piloting, she'll give right. a drink and just kind of stare off into space. You, you
1: catch word about the poker game. Any participation in that? No,
2: she has no interest in a poker okay. game.
1: Alright, perfect. And Badass st has been politely, but hanging around you. Is there anything you need to do or say or instruct Badass st in uh, as he's your charge?
2: No, your she'll offer him a drink as she looks out at space.
1: Okay. So it's a solemn evening. He's really not obnoxious. He's just Silent as well. If you're silent, he's silent. He's not really, you know, doing anything. So he's, he's, uh, he's, he's there. Um, okay. On uh, your case, Stanley, so wherever you are, uh, Union would be posted like outside the door or something. Like there, she'd be nearby. Um, so, Varel, I guess you're going to the, are you guys going to the poker game, Varel and Stanley? Before sleep? Check it out. Yeah. All right. So down in the bottom floor of the ship, there's like a makeshift table and a bunch. You know, there's a bunch of ghosts just hanging out. They're they're telling stories. One of them's playing a a mandolin and they're singing ghostly songs. There once was a ship out on space, and you know something to that effect. I haven't written the lyrics for this thing, but there's there once was a ship out
0: on space.
1: There once was a ship out on space. And the police ships did give it chase, <laughs> <laughs> but she was known as the Catherine, and she could get away from any Slytherin. There you go. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so there's limericks going on, and and they're like they're clearly not drunk, but they're clearly behaving drunk, and it's very confusing ghost behavior. Uh, they swear they're they're sober, but they're behaving very silly. Um, they invite you to sit at the table and play uh, poker. Um, so we're not going to go through the whole motions of poker. If you are, how much money are you bringing? Of your your cash, by the well, way.
4: Well, I mean, I think before we start, someone should uh, somebody invited Hope, correct? And she yes. she declined. Somebody go get Nash. He doesn't have an excuse. What's he doing? Somebody go get Nash. Nash should participate in this. Team building exercise, everybody.
1: Yes, I want to say the results of the roll now coming up. These limericks are, are sh- shining through the floor, Nash, and you hear the song. Like you, You're lying in the, in the couch cradle, eyes wide open, and you hear the songs of the Catherine floating in space.
0: Okay. There once
1: wants- was a ship named Catherine. And
4: she, she had a, a bossy get-
1: captain. <laughs> Stanley sends a ghost to go get Nash. Right, okay, so Ghost comes up. Oi, Nash! You're sleeping in here? Mate, you're missing out on the best poker game, this side sort of the um, <clears throat> golagari expanse.
0: I'd go, chicken potato, and then just, that's it. That's
1: okay. <laughs> right, well, come on downstairs. You can tell everyone about your chicken potato. <laughs> Nash, you're a good man. I don't think Nash is smart enough to get out. He puts the girl's arm around up. you and puts a finger into your face. You're a good man, Nash, and it's impressive that you're a dragon. Come downstairs and tell the boys your stories.
0: <laughs> I guess I'll go with him because I don't have. <laughs> right. I don't. I wouldn't right, have the so t- intelligence to know. let Let's go. And he takes you out. Oh, This is bad.
1: Downstairs, and you see <laughs> Stanley and Varell are deciding how much money to pony up. Uh,
4: While you get downstairs. Speaking of, how exactly are you all paying? Why do we have to pay with the gold we just got? How do you pay?
5: I have no ponies.
4: Yeah, he has
1: no ponies. (laughs) Well, we got ghost coins. (laughs) And everyone empties their pockets. They have
4: ethereal (laughs) coins that they put on there. All right. Well, as long as at the end of the day, I walk away with my real coins. You can keep your ghost coins, but we can
5: use them as chips. Are they ghost cards as well?
1: Um, yep, they're ghostly ethereal cards, too. Can you see through them? Uh, not really. Okay. No, you can't see the backs of the cards on them. It just works. It's magic. I know. (laughs) I'm
4: trying to figure it out.
1: It's like, (laughs) it just
3: works.
4: (laughs) I like where we wound up with that. It just works, okay? All right. So, yeah, we're, you know. Stanley makes it clear he's not—he doesn't have an interest in ghost money, so he's not gonna walk. He's not gonna leave any of his actual money on the table, but he's willing to play. Well, with what money? We'll play with the gold, but at the end of the day, I'm not letting you keep real money when all you're offering me is ghost money. It doesn't now. Hear do me, good- me out. And your
1: uncle Sever comes and says, "They're putting up their hard-earned wages. You should put up yours. It's only fair."
4: What are you going to do with real money? What are you going to do with real money? I can spend real money. But this is real money in the
1: ghost world. <laughs> it's spendable. One ghost takes the, the gold coin
4: and bites it with this deal. See? Gold. How, how about this? We will play with our real money, you play with your ghost money, but we all agree that you can't spend real money and I can't spend ghost money, and we just do an exchange at the end.
3: <laughs> what oh, do
4: I
5: kill uh, good my idea. Money? huh Oh, if I slay my own money, will it become ghost money? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think anyone's ever tried it. A, a, a dagger, if you will, Stanley. Stanley produces a dagger. I stab a gold coin.
1: Yeah, before you do it, sir, and then someone hands you a beer. It's more help. Is this real? It's real. Yeah, Remember, they are able to touch real objects within, so you guys are given real food while they're drinking
4: ghostly beer.
5: Well, then we should all play with real money.
4: I don't think we (laughs) don't have any. I don't think they have any. They just have ghost money. It's fine. We'll do real money, they do ghost money, and we'll just do an exchange at the end to benefit everybody.
1: Aren't you low on wisdom? That sounds very wise. I'm intelligent. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> get wrecked, dm All right. uh, okay um right well um okay so we'll play with for ghost money and we'll exchange a gold for ghost money how about that sure that's and great. if you want whatever your winnings are you can change it back for real money sounds good but first let's see if Vorrell can't kill the money that'll be one for the history books
5: I stab the money,
1: and everyone in the going kill the money, kill the money, kill the money. Ah! Make an attack roll, please. I recklessly
5: attack the money. Twenty-five. <laughs> All right, roll damage <laughs> with a dagger. Okay, eleven points of damage.
1: All right, so you 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 send the knife straight through the gold coin and the ghost table. Um, and now your real-life knife is sticking into the ghost table um, and the coin. And everyone goes, Yeah! And then everyone's really quiet for a second as they wait for a spirit to emerge from the coin.
4: Mm. Nothing happens, though. A bit anticlimactic, honestly, but you did cut that coin clean in half.
5: Yes. We will not see its like again. No
4: Oh, who's the dealer Nash you want a deal
0: I'll just look at him blankly like a dodo
4: no I think Nash is tired It's
5: probably Nash. <laughs> go to bed Nash <laughs> <laughs> he's like a kid who came down the
3: stairs
0: <laughs> I'll, and I'll, when he does that I'll be a little taken back and just uh, muster enough intelligence to point at the ghost and that's it
4: yeah, wait Nash do you want to play with us or do you want to go to bed
0: Let's see. I, I, I know how to answer that. <laughs> do I know how to answer that? I don't know what it's hard to decide about this. I'm
1: serious. Scott's taking his lack of intelligence I on want, I want to He's do it right.
0: more about
4: being an unintelligent character than he ever did an intelligent character. <laughs> Should have played a low-intelligent
1: character all along. Yeah, I should have. Uh, Is this really how an unintelligent person would react in this situation?
4: <laughs> suddenly became I'm looking a looking for thespian. my
1: motivation in this scene, everyone. <laughs>
4: well, last, this time I,
0: last time I did this, it was all about his his instincts, right? So instincts take over kind of animalistic instincts. Like, yeah, just what pretend would I do? he's
4: a big baby that can talk and recognize friend and foe.
0: Yeah, That's it. and I'm just going to I'm going to look around like I don't know why everyone's talking to me and I'm going to start, Nash is going to start crying.
1: (laughs) Everyone goes, oh, Nash is crying, oh no. And one of the pirates, one of the ghost pirates comes over and says, there there, Nash, it's okay. No need to cry, Nash. And he puts his arm around you and he starts wooing you. (laughs)
3: That's
1: a good lad. Tell Uncle Sever what's wrong. Uncle Sever comes to you. Sit down, Nash. What's on your mind? It's just oh. you, me, and the pirates out at sea. I'll go. We bear our souls to each other. Bed,
0: I'll say. What's wrong with your bed, lad? You need sleep. Well, why'd you come down here then? I will now point at Varel. <laughs> Did Varel
3: make, <laughs> did, did, did
1: make you come down here?
5: I performed the tuck-in. I did not have warm lactations to give. <laughs> <laughs> I am aware of the human ritual of sleep. It is complicated. Requires many pillows and blankets.
1: I understand there's a bit of a complication here because Nash, you're a mammal, but also a bit of a reptile, so it's hard to know what the right bedtime practices are for you do you want some more milk before bed
0: no bed
1: all right I'll take him up and then uncle sever sort of you know holds your hand and walks up the stairs and drags you
0: up great
5: patiently and puts you back to sleep he complains of the tummy rumbles but will not eat the sand to soothe it
4: well, you know, he doesn't have a very high intelligence, for real. Right now, he's got one of those yellow jellies on him, and, you know, we can't hold that against him.
1: <laughs> Uncle Sever comes back downstairs after having tucked Nash in. Right, so we're going to need to keep it down just a little bit so Nash can get his sleep.
4: Agreed, boys? Uh, Yeah, sure. We'll keep it down. I I don't see us getting too rowdy.
1: Alright, so... uh, Do you guys want to RP some poker, or do you want to just move past it?
4: I I don't care either way. Whatever you want to do. (laughs) Alright, so... Yeah, I
1: mean, we can continue on with the adventure, I think. I, 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 you don't need to. I don't really have But I
4: will say, despite this. Stanley's promise, it definitely gets rowdy immediately.
5: All right. <laughs> it definitely gets
4: rowdy? Perfect.
5: All right. Low wisdom rowdy. <laughs> yeah. So we're going
1: to... Yeah, so then we're going to need to make a... Um, mm, rowdy Nash, you're going you're gonna to need to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, am
0: I? I am I not apart from everybody now?
1: You are, but the sound is emanating from below decks. Okay. So. All right, Constitution. test your ability to sleep through this.
0: Uh, eighteen.
1: Okay. All right. You you eventually do get to sleep. You're quite tuckered out, so uh, this last little bit of tucking gets you to sleep, and you sleep through the noise. Um. So for gambling, uh, you know the. Dr- poker, it's what it sounds like, but it's not the cards you know. It's all these weird dragons and queens and kings and dwarves on the cards. Uh, and you play away the night. Now, are you going to go to bed and get your eight hours sleep? Uh, how long are you going to play for? Um, like, how unwise? Because poker, people who play poker can play poker for hours and hours and hours, right? So...
4: It would be going but, until the, the, <clears throat> until he was told or instructed to do otherwise. He's not... Wise enough to know he should be calling it a night.
1: All right, so let's make let's make some uh, let's make some checks here. So let me get your what would be a good check for this game? Sorry, one second. I'm just getting up a, a list here. It will be a quick second. Okay. Perfect. That's just what we needed.
0: Get
4: also, I think I don't think Varel is going to do a very good job of being responsible for Stanley, given his uh, desire to keep Stanley in his current mental state.
1: All right, so give me an um, insight check and a perception check from each of you, please.
4: All right, Stanley got an 11 on the insight. And a twenty-two on perception.
5: Mm-hmm. A dirty twenty on insight and a fourteen on perception.
1: A fourteen on perception.
5: All right. Well, um, you
1: come out of it uh, the game with a wash. You pretty much uh, you've won some hands. You've lost some hands. Five hours have gone by. Everyone, you know, the the party's starting to simmer down and start. Everyone's like getting. You know, having drank some beers are starting to get a little slower, a little more sluggish. Um, you haven't really lost, but you haven't really won. Uh, you're sort of pretty much where you're starting with, with, with this, but you've gotten better at the game. So now that you fully understand the rules, um, you feel like you're experts at it because it's a gambling game and you've, you've lost some and won some. All right, that's probably a good idea if you guys get to bed now. Uh, you mortals need your eight hours, and we've only got a day before we arrive where we need to.
4: All right, that's probably not a bad idea. I mean, we don't really feel like I'm achieving much down at this table, although I learned and I appreciate the, uh, the education you all gave us.
3: All well, right, then. Well...
1: Um, we're not off to bed We're going to keep playing Because we're ghosts And well we can oh. do that But we'll keep oh, it down
4: do, do you want me to keep playing with you then? Because I mean if we If this party's going to keep going Then you
1: know No captain you've done enough It's great that you've spent some time with us And we got to know you a bit better And that you're not just ignoring us like some servants But treating us like family That's very important But you're immortal You need sleep And we're here to ensure that you get your mission done we're ghosts. We don't need sleep. We can do whatever the hell we want All the live long day and not suffer any of those mortal consequences for sleep, for lack of
4: sleep. Yeah. Being a ghost sounds
1: great. You know what? It truly is. I mean, uh, we do miss eating and the sex isn't as good, but it's, it's not a bad life. You don't have to sleep. You can play games all day and you can scare people, which is kind of fun too sometimes.
4: All right, well, thank you all. You all have a good evening. Stanley will stand up.
1: All right, Varel, are you leaving as
4: well?
5: I will follow Stanley.
1: (laughs) All right, so you both make your way up. I don't know how much you've had to drink. I'm assuming Stanley's lack of wisdom means he's had a steady flow of
4: mead. Yeah, probably hasn't stopped. Yeah.
1: So, you know, he maybe leans on Varel on his way up. And as you get to your captain's quarters, Stanley, um, is is has one leg, like, up against the wall, and, like, her hands crossed, leaning against near your door. And she says, Finally.
4: Well, I'm back. Good watching out for the door. We have successfully poked. Oh,
1: she, she looks at you and she says, "Seleli, mm-hmm. your behaviour since the bank has been concerning to me. It's a bit unorthodox to be playing gambling games with the crew in such a way and drinking. You have a great charge ahead of you. I'm, I'm, I'm. Do I'm hoping this was a just a result of." the poison you received from
4: the belly snickle a poison i was poisoned well the magic well, why the didn't anybody tell me i was poisoned is there something hold on i have magic that can do this hold on stanley sits down wait
1: i used the wrong word maybe not it's hard. a poisoning as a figure of speech not literal poisoning
4: for stanley casts lesser restoration upon himself Okay, and does, does this, will, will this actually have any effect? Uh, it might potential? on the alcohol, actually. Because alcohol uh. <laughs> could be a form of poison, right? Yes, let me and see here. It can cure blindness, deafness, paralysis, and poison. Well, alcohol is a form of poison.
1: So I'm just reading the spell. Where is the spell? It's what detects
3: what
4: is uh, second level spell, lesser, lesser restoration. restoration.
1: Yeah, got it. Yeah, uh, it can end either one disease or one condition. So yes, you can clear the drunkenness.
4: <laughs> oh, you know what? I do feel better. I was. Po- Why didn't anybody you can tell? Also, me you then? can
1: also clear the intellect. Uh, just, I'm just reading it over, but you could also clear the the other effect on you as well.
4: Oh, really? It would. Yep.
1: It's a condition. You're affected by a condition.
4: So Stanley's wisdom returns to normal from this? You choose. It affects one.
1: So oh. you have the twist. You're drunk oh. and you're affected by.
4: All right, here's me. what we're gonna do. I'm gonna just roll a d20. Evens its drunkenness odds. It's uh, the wisdom because he doesn't know. Are Sorry. you saying this out loud to everyone too, or you just, just? No, this is just me. How I'm gonna game it because he doesn't. Like, he's not aware of either poison, right? Like he doesn't know he's drunk and he doesn't know he has the other problem. So it's just even. I thought maybe you did because you, you do remember getting hit by it, right? I rolled a four. What did I say, evens here? <laughs> don't remember.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. I roll
4: again. Evens is uh, the, the mind thing, and odds is drunkenness. Here we go. Let's roll it. It's a two. So the mind haze lifts, but Stanley's still drunk.
1: All right. So you still have your inhibition. Like, your wisdom is still low, but RP style, not stat style.
4: So all of a sudden... Oh. Oh, I have to lay down. I don't feel very good at all. Pharrell,
1: help me get him to bed, please.
5: As long as you promise not to join him.
1: I, I shall go to sleep too, if that's what you mean.
5: In a separate room, of course.
1: She looks taken aback. Would you suggest I don't take
4: my charge seriously, Lizard? Guys, can you please just help me lay down and fight somewhere else at a quiet volume, please?
5: Very well. Let's assist him first, and then we'll discuss. Alright, so you assist the Drunken
1: Stanley as he st- stumbles his way to the bed, and you throw him in, just face-first. <laughs> he just he just crashes face-first, and you lift his legs and at least so they're straight, and put a blanket over him, and then she She looks at you glowering now uh, at the insult that you just said to her, and she taken it as an insult. Her eyes are like ice daggers. hmm, she nods her head to take it outside. Very well. She moves outside to the room and then holds the door and waits for you to leave.
5: Sleep well, Stanley. yeah,
4: it's the thing you uh.
5: Do you require a bucket? <laughs> I don't...
4: I can press the if it's a problem.
3: Very
1: well. <laughs> you burf all over yourself. and go bleak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, is, this is like a Days of Confuse movie I need to see. Um, Days of Confuse, but it's Hogwarts. Um, so you uh, exit and then Union shuts the door she says, how dare you, Vorel? Excuse me? How dare you suggest that I mate with the Celele Prime?
5: Well, he is beautiful. I'm, I'm not some
1: f- wanton lady of the court, uh, of
3: the back court.
5: Well, this is most calming, for Stanley has wooed many of our would-be companions in the past, and things have become, uh, how they say, awkward, if you will. I did not want you to join us on the continuing adventure, should you hate him.
1: Is there something I should know about the Soluli Prime? Is he loose? <laughs> loose? Does he give up his intimates at the with ease? Intimates? <laughs> yes. The Celeli Prime is a great charge. We can't have controversy over every elfin floof that comes knocking at his door.
5: How many will I have to bat away? Oh, at least two that I can think of.
1: So he is. So he is like that.
5: Are you saying there's a great ritual where you enchant your people with grandest of beauty and they're not allowed to fornicate willingly?
1: He is a symbol of our people. It's not that I'm against fornication, but for Solili Prime to take mates isn't just for himself now he's a symbol for his people and his example is what others will follow
5: oh I see Well, this and is far is- more complicated than I assumed I merely wish to caution you for his uh, charm seems quite powerful
1: oh don't you worry about me
5: I, I've
1: been trained all my life to take this charge I will not throw it away for brief night of Pleasure, no matter how intriguing it might seem.
5: Oh, you say that. There was a whole tower of paladins. Uh, At anyway, maybe the story. A whole
1: back. tower oh. of paladins. <laughs> Wait, did they all want to bang Stanley? <laughs> I
4: don't remember. <laughs> I want to hear Varel's recanting of that tale. It's not <laughs> way
3: more interesting.
5: After a single night of soup, all were convinced. At any rate, good night. Good night, Varel. And I'll walk a bit away and, and turn back. Well, she I do take it, it quite serious.
1: And she takes a seat by the door and you know stands guard. Okay, so everyone retires for the night. It's a long rest. Reset your spells. Reset your nonsense. Let's oh, get it.
0: This feels good. How do I? How do I change that back? I don't. Whoops! I don't want to run. You me. overrode it. So just go to the override and
4: D and D just got a lot easier for
3: Scott. Yep.
0: So the override is now. Oh, now it says negative five. That, what? <laughs> well, you're, you're screwed. I... Hold on. Uh, so go to the override and
1: just delete whatever you overrode, right? Like, just leave a blank.
0: There we go. For Plus three. Put the three yep. Yeah.
1: There you go. You're back. We're back, baby.
0: What was I? Oh, wait. Why is my AC only nine? That's not right.
1: Because your dexterity also needs to be recovered. Your dexterity was also oh, turned to three?
0: Shit. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm fixing it. So, yeah. Just picture George Costanza saying, I'm back, baby. Is there any more of these that are aft? No. No. Those you are had the only two. And intelligence.
1: Two. And yeah. uh, Stanley had wisdom affected by the belly stickles. Okay. Not the official name, just the, the dwarf name for it.
0: Okay. I'm good.
1: All right. So, um, <sighs> eight hours elapses. Everyone rises. Anything they want to do for the day in the morning? Or we just move to the next event?
5: I would sleep a little later than I'm sure Nash would, as I was up drinking and pokering.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Well, uh, Little, so, uh, Hope, do you sleep in the main quarters with Varel and Nash? Is that right? do we, did we um, put you in there?
2: In I the would nude. think so, unless yeah, she has her own so. room.
1: Uh, only if Stanley has his own room. All right. So the three of you sort of wake up. Badass T is in there as well. And there's a uh, uh, Georges, uh, Gorgeous Georges uh, floats through the, the, the window and says, Georges! Georges! Yes. Georges is Georges!
2: Uh yes, you are Georges. Congratulations. And Hope's rubbing her eyes.
1: Georges! And he opens up the door, and then another ghost elf walks in with a real-life... Uh, dinner plates, and there's breakfast made on it. And he drop one of the ghosts, drops it. Good morning, ma'am, and drops that there. And then drops one on you, Nash and Varel. Um, there's a breakfast plate also drops New Year sand pile, not on you because you're in a sand pile.
2: Oh, thank you, Georges. Thank you,
1: Georges, Georges, Georges. And he bows and leaves. Uh, similar with you, Stanley, uh, there's a knock on your door. You hear, Georges, Captain oh. Georges. Uh, come on in, Georges. Georges floats into the wall. George, Georges. Uh, good morning to you, too. Georges. And then he opens up the door. Georges to Georges. And then another ghost comes in and brings you a plate
4: a uh, breakfast.
1: Eggs and, and greens, as well as a side of uh, lamb.
4: Oh, thank you. You are a lifesaver. Samuel,
1: George's George's. He looks at you
4: ravenously, with He's his very one
1: big good. eye. Mm-hmm. George's George's, and he taps his head. Mm-hmm. George's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. George's, and then he turns around and he walks <laughs> off. And then, over, um, a ghost then floats down uh, from the ceiling. Is Captain. I've got an update for you. Oh, we'll, be, sure. we'll be entering back into space soon. We're almost at a destination. Once you've eaten breakfast, uh, I recommend you get up to the deck so you can tell us what's going on.
4: Oh, sounds good. Has, uh, have all my companions been fed and seen to as well?
1: Uh, that's George's department. Oh. I, I, I don't know. And he well, floats back
4: up. Okay. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: So whenever you're ready, you guys can make it to the deck after you've eaten your breakfast.
4: I would uh, Stanley uh, would, yeah. would leave and just, you know, kind of look to his bodyguard as he gets to the, to the door and go, uh, Union, uh, thank you for getting me taken care of last night. I was not in the best headspace. I appreciate it.
1: Of course, my Celele. We all need a bit of diversion from time to time to lift our spirits
4: Yeah, I I agree Speaking of, you and Varel seem to be hitting it off rather well
1: What's this term, hitting it
4: off? Oh, you know, getting along, you having stare downs with each other and heated conversations in the hall
1: I was forced to clarify the significance of your position amongst our people show you what
3: stanley walks on what's she?
1: she bites her tongue knowing her place is your aid she doesn't but she clearly reacts if you wanted to press further nope but then bottles it up
4: stanley just walks on with a plate in his hand and a song in his heart (laughs) and heads up to the to the deck
1: Okay, she follows you up to the deck as well. And uh, does anyone have anything they want to do in the morning before they, we make it to the, the, chip of the, the, the deck, the top floor of the deck?
0: I would head right, up there so feeling, th- feeling smart as a whistle for once. And Badass T comes up as well. Everyone
1: makes their way up to the deck, and you can see space just f- flying at warp speed and all these rainbowy colors. And Badass T burps. He goes, ah, That was good breakfast. That's the best food I think I've ever eaten in my entire life. These elves sure know how to make food. God... Oh, sing i God again. God's damned. There you go. Floral. <laughs> I just... I've been off. I haven't left China
4: Nash in a while, and I, I just... That place affects you. No, that's true. That's... He's accurate. It is not a great place. Yeah, it's psychologically kind of rough. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I've been through a lot. I was damn fine of to the Toyota host for a while. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, you don't even have any lips.
3: I know they got burnt off. Uh, well,
4: <laughs> good morning, everybody. Uh Nash, are you feeling better?
0: Uh, way better. I, well, I don't even know what I was doing before, but all I know is when I was in dragon form, I felt fine. Then I then it's a blur, but I feel great now. I feel good.
4: I thought you said this wore off after a night. Do I have to cast? Magic no, I'm on fine.
0: You? I don't know. I'm good now. I'm totally good. I just don't remember what it was like to be dumb. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hope will snicker. But then she'll go take her place by the helm.
0: Or dumber, I guess.
4: <laughs> Stanley will just walk away, kind of chuckling to himself, too. The badass dude says, It didn't affect you that much, does that?
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, whatever happened there, uh, uh, I, didn't, I know you I didn't, didn't like it. A, didn't you didn't
1: like notice it. a difference. It didn't really have that much impact on you.
0: No, it's a huge difference. I barely knew how to talk before. But now I can talk. I still have good instincts, but I can speak as well.
1: Oh, really affected your memory, it seems.
0: Yeah, well, not so much my memory, just my memory of being uh, less intelligent is just kind of a mess, because it's just, uh, it's all instincts and flashes and, and, and you know, real basic stuff. It's none of it, none of it makes sense like in a normal way.
1: Do you remember you said that you food is safe?
0: Say that again. You got a weird
1: helmet on. I can't hear shit. Say it again. He takes off his helmet, you get it, and he sees dirty, gnarly lips. no, he's got no lips, and his whole heart. You said you took a shit and
0: chased. I did. It's floating out there. Who knows where it'll end up? I remember all of that. That wasn't just instinct. Oh. That was that was on purpose.
1: That's a good shine.
0: Yeah. Puts his mask yeah. Who knows?
5: If someone, please if- <laughs> move on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> will someone please move on
1: uh, okay amazing. <clears throat> crooked hand row yells out Oi. oh get over here we're about to decelerate I need your help
2: hope heads over
1: all right grab the lever throttle down we're moving out into regular s- uh, old ass space in the hope you grab the lever, and a tear opens, and the ship flies through, and then slows down to impulse immediately. And you're in, you're at the destination. And everyone looks around. It's nothing but a sea of stars all around. No planet, no sun, no strange alien structure. Nothing but space all around. Except directly in front of you is a very purple and pink nebula floating off into the distance as you, as you gaze upon it you see a little lightning cloud go <laughs> throughout the nebula <laughs> Uncle Sever said, um, Uncle Sever limps up to you and he says right Stanley I think we're at where the coordinates
4: us. I don't see anything around what next uh, well, this is supposed to be the place. There's, uh, you know, the ability to can we scan for something? Does the ship have some sort of ability to detect things?
1: We've got a communications device. If people are on the arcane network, we can receive um, laser pigeons and uh... laser pigeons. Right, laser pigeons there. It's a pigeon in the form of a laser sent out across vast distances to send messages. Um, but uh scanning uh,
4: what do you mean scanning per se Well like you know like like with your eyes, but with the ship amplified. Ah no, it's just... All right, well, why don't we try the laser pigeon thing and uh it, what about that nebula over there
3: Well.
1: Laser pigeons for sending a message Should you want to send a message into the Into the nebula
4: Sure why not Look whatever it is we're here for It's here it's supposed to be here So we have to try everything
1: Okay what, what would you like to put on the message Um Hello Hello, anything else, Captain? Uh
4: please respond.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Anything
1: else on the message? Nope, I think that says it all. All Alright. Um Well, type in the following. Hello. Please respond. And Fikes, and then Ro looks to you like type for in, hope.
2: Oh, uh, okay. And, and hope we'll type in the message,
1: it in. and the typewriter clack. <laughs> now see there's a button right here where it's got a pigeon looking all lasery on it. Just push that.
2: Hopeful stare at the ghost as she pushes the pigeon laser button <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> all right and so like on the panel like a little a metal pipe goes up and then uh, like a lasery looking pigeon starts to for trace out like neon style all right tell the captain we need a direction to send it in
2: all right Stanley, we need a direction why are we
4: doing this till I can hear you? We're all standing right here. Fire it at the nebula.
2: <laughs> Stanley says fire it at the nebula.
1: Right. So <laughs> type in the following 72 mark 07 delta. Put that in the typewriter. She As
4: types he, it in. That's something that could have used some clarification. How did he know that?
1: Well, I've been a crooked hand roast because I've been a pilot of this ship for quite some time. I'm a navigator and I know these things. And I'm trying to teach hope how to do it in case. Uh, well, in case I'm not with you any longer. Oh, who knows? For the future. It's good. It's good to have. Um, what do they call it? Secession planning in your organization. In case the worst happens. You understand. In a minute. Can you die as a ghost? Well, it's been known to happen. We're not immortal. Really? Have you never killed a ghost, Stanley? Says your Uncle Sever.
4: Well, actually, that is a good point. We have killed ghosts before. But I mean, like, he said he's not immortal. Like, do you die of old age?
1: No. Our energy's in the ethereal plane, and it doesn't go anywhere till it's killed, but there are predators in the ethereal plane that you don't have here oh. in this world.
4: Maybe being a ghost isn't such a good thing.
1: There are dangers here. Right, laser pigeon away. And the laser pigeon goes... And it shoots this neon laser. Like the laser beams out into the nebula and then the back end cleans up and goes... So the
0: front of it looks like an actual pigeon bird, like a bird?
1: Yeah, it's in the shape of a pigeon. If it animates and floats, it's a full-on pigeon made out of, like, laser light. And it flies into the nebula, and leaves this trail of laser, and then the trail of laser ends and sort of scoops into nothingness as it goes, and fires into the nebula. That was really neat. And the machine
3: retracts.
1: (laughs) so, in the way of sensors, we've got nothing, but maybe you've got some magic tricks that can Detect things in in the nebula,
4: if you wish. Nash, do you have any magic things that can detect things in the nebula, if you wish?
0: I could try to do... I've never done it in space, but I could do an arcana check out here. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> the fable arcana check.
0: <laughs> yeah, space arcana. I don't know. I could Nash, try. Do
4: you need another long rest? Are you feeling okay? <laughs> nah, I'm
0: totally fine. Let's try okay. it. I'll do an arcana check to see if I can do anything that can detect anything in this kind of space and at this speed. So here you go. Oh, jeez. I have a plus eight to that, and I only got a thirteen.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, you peer out into the to the pink nebula with the lightning strike <laughs> And it looks like like a bunch of chaotically pink cloud stuff with lightnings. Um, uh, it could no. be magic. It could be science. It could be a bit of both. Okay. Um, it's a phenomenon you've never seen before in your life. Certainly, there are some chaotic energies at play inside this nebula.
4: Uh, right. but, Sev, I have a question for you. Well, then, nephew, what can I ask away? What exactly would happen if we were to pilot the ship into that nebula?
1: Well, I don't know. Looks a little dangerous for
4: lightning, but it's just a cloud. Well, why don't we? Why don't we check it out?
1: That's the spirit of adventure. Let's go right in, right, boys? All hands on deck. We're captain's orders into the cloud, and all the ghosts people get up, and and the orcs make make it their way up to the deck, and they go, Captain, how can we assist?
4: Oh, well, uh, this here uh, is my Uncle Sever, the ghost. He knows this ship like the back of his ghostly hand, and I'm sure he can give you boys something to do.
1: Right. Well, you orcs are new, so you've got to prove your dedication to the crew. I want you to swab the decks make sure they're sparkling clean so Captain can eat off of them. go yes and they take they they go to collect like another ghost comes up and gives them like mops and buckets and they start swabbing the decks uh, down and the ship begins impulsing faster and moving towards the nebula as the big pink cloud approaches and lightning strikes all around you sail into the pink and purple mist and with that we'll go to the break we'll find out what happens after
0: excellent Uh, you heard him chat room Go take your own 8 to 10 minutes and do a thing you need to do while we do the same. When we come back, the latter portion of today's show. We'll see you then. We're back for more, everyone. Sit back and relax as we continue our adventures today. Bo, back to you. All right. The Fate Six, the elven space
1: airship, space airship, space flies into the nebula. And then now you're surrounded by purple cloud everywhere as you enter in. And just for effect on layer 20, I'm going to move the oh. cloud to the Ooh. to the map layer oh, so you can business. all see what's going on. Very thick. Uh, very soon, visibility begins lowering somewhat. <clears throat> Crooked Row says to you, all right, let's chart a path where there's um, less cloud coverage. He navigates the ship a little bit. And as you guys move through, chains of blue lightning ka-choo, ka-choo, shoot down across the sides of the ship and it rocks the ship. Ka-choo, everyone, make a dexterity saving
0: throw. Oh my lord, throwing right back in here. Uh, nine for Nash, a real good one.
4: An
5: 11. 14. Is around? this considered a... It was a deck save, right? Yes. Is this considered an effect I can see while not blinded, deafened, or incapacitated?
1: You can see it, yeah. The lightning.
5: Okay, cool. <clears throat> 25. Ooh, all right. Wait, no, never mind. I lied. Wait, hang on. 22.
1: All right, so... Um... An
5: egregious error, Varel, and will not be forgiven.
1: <laughs> so the, the the lightning shakes the boat to the extent that you guys fall down. Uh, for those who've fallen, please take uh, seven points of damage.
4: Who fell? Every, damage. fall damage. Everyone
1: but Varel. Oh, sorry, seven uh, points. You say? What was your roll, Stanley? Sorry, I forgot your roll. Mine yeah, was seven. eleven. Yeah, seven points of damage for those who fell. You all sort of fall down. Oof as the ship hits turbulence from the lightning. <sighs> Hope you quickly get back up from falling, and as Crooked Row beckons you to the star chart, so what happens is a p- little panel opens up whoosh, whoosh, and it starts charting courses through the nebula in the ship, and if you turn your attention to roll 20, uh, you see that Whoa. you see a chart of the nebula and a bunch of locations that are marked on the map. And he looks, See these spots here? These are spots that we can navigate safely and, and, and sit patiently in while we plan our next course. But it looks like traversal through the map will be dangerous. So we'll have to refer to the captain's judgment on where to move next. So as you can see and if you see, you can move this token but I'm going to move the token to the first location over here. You're at that location on the bottom left of the map fate six. you should inform the captain of this
2: Hope okay. will uh, call Stanley over and explain as she grips on to the edge of something tighter so that she doesn't fall again
4: yeah Stanley stands up kind of rubs at his head and walks over uh,
2: what are we looking at So, they're saying these points are safe, but each time we move from point to point, we're not safe. So, the faster we find what we're looking for, the better.
4: Alright, well, uh, Hope, I feel like this is your area of expertise, so if you want to... ...move us, I think probably the smart thing to do would be to, you know, keep as... ...small a space between jumps as possible not to go too far without getting to a safe point.
2: All right. Sounds good.
4: Right, so, oh, look at
1: this button here. This is manual control, and he presses the button, and two little joysticks pop
3: out.
1: Like, there's these big grips on them, uh, one over the other. They're kind of like cranky levers, but they also move in all 360 directions, and they're designed to let you manually move through so as you make your jump point to point you'll be making piloting skill checks to go through the, to go through the nebula um, so you can, you can move to any point uh, that you wish the farther the point uh, the more squares that you have to go through the higher the probability uh, the, more, the more chances of an ill effect
0: there will be potentially but if you get all 100 coins Mario gets an extra life Mm. Doesn't it look like one of those? Like bonus levels? Yeah. Bding, bding, bding. Okay.
1: Well, what will it be, Captain? Where do you want Hope to go? Or do you leave it to Hope to decide?
4: Oh, I've left it to her. Right.
1: Well, then, Hope, um, it's up to you.
2: All right, Hope will look... Look at the star chart and look forward take a deep breath. And she'll start moving them uh, diagonally to the top right through two uh, squares.
1: So if I get the ruler here to this guy right here. Correct. All right. So we move through square one. Make a piloting check, please. Or just make two piloting. We'll make the first piloting check for the square one.
3: 27 for the first one.
1: Okay. All right. So you move through safely. A lightning s- strikes across the bow. And you use the, sh- the maneuverability of the ship to wean down. And the ship sort of tilts 45 degree and everyone holds on. Ooh, ooh, and you swirl through to safety. Now make your next piloting check, please, for the next roll.
2: 18 for the second one.
1: Okay. Perfect. 18. Um there's a as you move through you also dodge a second lightning bolt. But it's, it rocks the ship. Everyone make a dexterity saving throw.
0: Dexterity. A sixteen for Stanley. Seventeen for Nash.
5: Nineteen.
1: Alright. Thirteen. I uh, hope you lose you lose your grip on the on, on the steering on the two control sticks and fall to the ground again. You take nine points of uh, falling damage. Uh, everyone else, you're able to hold on to something safely. Bad ST falls down and goes shit. This bad ST will also take this damage. Uh, as well as one of the orcs who's swabbing the deck falls down and takes the damage as well the ghosts uh, just float around they seem fine, they're sort of also like shaking around as if they would in life, but really they don't wouldn't really hit the ship or this wouldn't hurt them too much Um, okay, so you make it to the next point and then you are in sort of a spacious area where there's less gas and less nebula around but now you're so deep, you can't see the open space behind you. In all directions, all you see is swirling purple cloud. The only way you're able to navigate is through the chart.
2: Cool. Uh, rope will or rope, rope will demand some rope so she can tie <laughs> herself securely so she stops falling down. She's done with this.
3: Okay. Uh, and
2: then she'll call out, Nash, can you sense anything in any direction?
0: It didn't work before, but I'll try it again. And I'll do an arcana check she's 13. Okay, there's
1: arcane like energy everywhere as far as you can tell, this lightning, you're not sure the source, is it science, is it something more, but it is definitely chaotic and definitely crackling with
0: power. We'll tell her that.
1: Uh, so you're going to tie yourself to the to the controls?
2: Wherever there's a secure thing, so kind of like a rope on one side and a rope on the other, so All right.
1: that well, we're going to be making a check for you then, to, to for the security roll, survival roll, see how effective this will be.
2: Can she? She'll ask Varel to help.
1: All right, then that will give you advantage on the roll if he helps. So Varel comes over and helps you tie yourself to the, the control panel.
2: The best one uh, came out to an 11.
1: An 11? Okay. Well, you can now give yourself a plus uh, one to your saving throws. Cool. With the effectiveness of that. So you get a plus one to those saving throws. Okay. Um, yeah. You're free to make your next decision as to where to go.
2: She will continue the right hand, upper right-hand diagonal trajectory and traverse two squares to the next one.
1: Okay, so for the first square, make your piloting roll, please.
2: Natural 20.
1: Natural 20. All right, so that's good for two squares of safe. This time you're getting the hang of it, and you just fly through the two zones, unaffected completely, lightning strikes all around, as well as swirls of air, pockets sort of gust. And as you, as you hit, um, as you stride your way into this new zone uh, of the nebula, um, you see, everyone sees these large shapes. And you hear,
3: ooh, ooh,
1: ooh, as these whale-like creatures begin floating up alongside uh, of you. Um, and they look <laughs> somewhat like this. They're not like big
0: candy bars, are they, in Star Trek? Like uh, <coughs> slabs. They look
1: like... It looked like that, so these whales have these large um, three eyes, one eye on the top of their head and two, an eye on either side, and they seem to have three sets of jaws and these fins on the back, and a sort of tri-shape. Um, I put it in Slack. Maybe I should put it in the Discord.
4: Oh, okay. I was going to say, where do
3: we see it? Yeah, it's yeah, not. I thought it was going to the too. thing.
0: Yeah, do Discord. There
1: you go. Oh, oh, yeah, look at that. This is very large uh, whale sort of sidles up to the side and it goes it's about the length of the boat it's humongous it sort of echoes throughout the nebula alongside damn Uh, is now sort of swimming around it doesn't appear hostile in intentions but it comes up alongside of the boat
2: Uh, Nash could you sense anything?
0: Um just a lot of energy. Some of it may be magical. Some of it just could be uh, space stuff. I don't know. I can't tell. Majestic creatures of the nebula
5: Guide us. <laughs> Alright,
1: so you say that to this creature? Make a um uh make either is there a diplomacy sta <laughs> is it make a diplomacy or performance role? I think diplomacy's for you or sur- survival or persuasion
5: yeah could I survival to like talk to wild animals in a sense exactly we be friends uh nine
1: okay um so you say something and it, it doesn't appear to, to have any in- impact or effect on the behavior of the creature however it hasn't changed its disposition it seems to be swimming alongside um your interpretation perhaps thinking it's one of it one of its own maybe Uh, It's not the only one. It's the one that's come close. There are others of its kind further off that you can barely make out through the pink uh, nebula, the gas sort of swirling around. You sort of see maybe a head float through, and then the tail, and then it flows back into the into the nebula. Cool. They're given an estimation. There are maybe six around total.
2: All right. Hope we'll keep pushing forward.
1: All right, you keep pushing forward, which uh, which which node do you want to go through?
2: Uh, the one diagonal upper right so passing through two purple.
1: All right, make a piloting make you'll make two total piloting rolls here.
2: First is a fifteen, second is an eighteen.
1: All right, so the first is a fifteen. And that means you hit turbulence. So, again, lightning strikes. And this time, the lightning hits the whale. And the whale seems to... It doesn't seem to hurt it. It seems to almost feed off of it. Or it's, it's pleasurable energy. Like, it goes... As the lightning hits it. And you, you sort of dodge a bit. Try to get out of the way. And as you try to get out of the way, the whale, almost feeling like it doesn't want to distance itself from you, sort of leans in with you and maintains distance. And the lightning hits the boat because of this whale, and everyone uh, begins receiving shock damage, including the ghosts. Um, So make a constitution saving throw, please.
0: Uh, 14 for Nash.
4: 13 for Stanley.
1: 25. 25. Okay, so Varel and Hope, you will take last damage. Half damage, sorry, not last damage. Um, That is... Nine points of lightning damage to everyone. Half if you saved. That includes all the ghosts and everyone on the ship. So everyone, the orcs, every, badass T union. Um, I'll rule their savings. Fail.
0: What was the? Fail. Sorry, what was the upper limit? Upper limit? I mean, mean. What did we? What was? What's the saving throw? Like if I, I, I don't know if I hit it at fourteen is what I'm asking. Constitution. No, you
1: didn't. You take the full damage.
0: Okay, and what was the damage again? Nine. Um, nine. Nine.
1: Okay. Yeah. So everyone aboard the ship takes nine damage um, as well. Whoa. Including the ghost. The ghosts don't respond well to lightning damage. Everyone goes, Gee! everyone looks at you like, as lightning flows. And the whale goes, Aah! and it sort of goes close and, and it cuddles a bit with the boat. It sort of floats in and rubs its cheek on the boat, and the cheek. Boat rattles, but nobody falls over. Um, now your next piloting throw was an 18, which means as you sort of fly through it, and you're like, Oh, geez, getting shocked, turbulence hits the boat. I need everyone to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Or, con- yeah, dexterity, dexterity,
0: dexterity. Oh, a nine, 20, nine for a one. Oh,
2: 9
1: All right. Well, luckily I rolled low on the turbulence damage. You all both take two points of uh, of um, fall damage, including everyone on the boat. Uh, Badass T. Wait a minute! Did
4: I not save at twenty? You did. You did. Oh, okay. You did.
0: Sorry. Four. But all of us who missed, it's four, right? Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, Two points of damage.
0: Oh, whoops! I did four. Okay.
1: And one of the orcs gets up and says. Captain, I don't know that we can take much more of this turbulence and this whale. Uncle Sever looks around and says, Yes, I agree. We need to consider our next moves carefully.
4: All right, hope. Next pocket, let's regroup. Let's take a moment.
1: Uh, all right, so the next one was the 18. That was a turbulence. You make to the sort of the next pocket of space, but then the whale sort of sidles up next to you, as well as the whales around, and the whale sort of floats up a bit and then does sort of a spin and then comes back and then brushes his face up again like a cat like just
3: and
1: it creaks along the side of the boat Um, you can hear some wood splintering as it flies by and then it flies out
0: by the way the chat room has a request I have to play this
5: captain we're under attack
0: you have to do that (laughs) when we're under attack part of the rules I don't make the rules
4: All right, let's take a moment, everybody, let's see if we can get our bearings. I mean, we're now far enough into this place where we are fairly committed to exploring it. But I agree, this is untenable. We're not going to be able to hang out here just taking turbulence and lightning blasts. So is there anything anybody can do to point us in the right direction?
1: Everyone looks around, Captain Billings. We're here under your direction. Do you know where what you're looking for is? Is it this Pentelvice that we're seeking in the, in here?
4: It's possible. Um, truth be told, all we know is that the person we're looking for came this way. But the rumor is that it they did go to a place, or were looking for a place called Pentelvice.
2: Hopeful. Oh, Sorry, I didn't realize. Um, Let me go get something. And she'll go down to the quarters and get that compass that the clowns gave her.
1: Okay. So, uh, yeah, Hope uh, disappears for a minute, comes back up holding a jack-in-the-box in in her hand. Cool.
4: What exactly is this?
2: It's, It's that clown thing. They gave what? me this so we could find. I could find Vice.
4: What clown thing?
2: Remember when I told you, uh, bonfire, um, the oh. clowns.
4: Yeah, I think I might have chosen the wind to forget and... that one.
2: Yeah, Planet Ash was not as bad.
3: And
1: we'll (laughs) start doing the Jack in the Box thing. Or you start cranking up, it goes And then you the as you crank it up it goes and a big hand comes out and starts pointing everywhere and like wrestles itself from your hand and you drop it on the ground and
3: it goes
1: and it points in a direction. Uh, it points in a north uh, east direction. Uh, let me draw a ruler line so you can see the exact It points in a direction like this.
4: That would be northwest. Oops, oh, sorry, I meant northeast. <laughs> that would be, that'd be northeast. Yeah,
1: It points in a northeastern direction.
2: Alright, so we've been going in the right direction.
4: Now, the only question is, are we going to be able to survive the trip? Um, Do we need to take a moment here to recover, to be on the mend? How how does it work for ghosts? If we take a rest, we can mend our wounds. What about you all?
1: That's a good question, Captain. Um, We'll need some time to to reform our ethereal forms, which kind of just happens. So...
4: Do you think you could manage another sprint to the next location, or is it important that we rest here?
1: He looks at the crew and he says, Oh, I think they could survive perhaps a bit longer. Um, But maybe two more assaults like that lightning and we're in trouble.
4: All right. Hope, we're counting on you. Uh, Everybody else, if uh, your corporeal Brace yourself on something. Try and avoid getting knocked down. And Stanley'll ah, Stanley's gonna want to appear captainly. He's he doesn't do it, but he he asks everybody else to hang on to something.
1: Brace. All right. Everyone hangs on to something. Uh, you, t- you can form them to hang on to something i mean do you want them to fasten down uh, at all or just just tell them to hold on to something i mean so are there they're kind of kind of got that idea of holding on to are something are there things
0: in there that you could grab or strap to or you know
1: the you know, the banister of the the side of the ship okay the mast
0: well nash would do cannon. that he would he would wrap himself around one of those and hold it okay Hug it like a like a like a firefighter going down a pole
1: so are you going to maybe give a speech to everyone to do that to inspire them
4: uh yeah Stanley will kind of look out over everybody and as his because he again wants to appear captainly he doesn't want to like go hug a mast or anything but he will take out diplomacy and kind of stab it into the deck of the ship and hold on to it like a big old cane and he'll just say listen We've come this far, and it's been a rough road so far, but we're going to press on and find what we need. This is the best crew that I could possibly ask for. We need to press on just a little further. So hold on, do your jobs, and we will get through this. Hope, we're counting on you. Are you... And
2: say, hope's tail will flick just a little. Let's give Most her
4: inspiration second. as well. Hey, because bardic I inspiration! Just remembered I'm a bard, and that's something I can do.
1: How long has it been? How many years has it been since you've used bardic inspiration?
4: Well, I use it. I, I use it in a combat a lot in the like the specialized version I have, but not yeah. just for inspiration. It's been, it's been a while. A d10. Yeah, it's been a while. You get a D10. Okay. Oh.
1: All right. Yeah. So that D10 you can use, I think, if I'm not mistaken, on any attack roll, saving throw, or um, skill uh, check. And you can yeah. declare it. Can you declare it before and after? Or just before? I think it's just before. Right?
4: After seeing the roll. Oh. But before knowing the outcome.
1: Yeah, there you go. So I won't say okay. the outcome, but you can see the roll and be like, I'm going to add my bardic to that one. <laughs> you know. Okay,
2: but... sounds good. All right, is everyone ready? Yep. Yep. Okay. Holding
0: on for dear life. The whale we'll goes. Hold,
2: take a deep breath and go.
1: All right, make your next pilot. Uh, which node are you going to, first of all? The northeast We're going to keep up with
2: that same direction, so it'll be two squares before we hit it.
1: Okay. All right. Make your first piloting roll, please.
2: All right. First one's a 19.
1: Nice. Okay. Uh, 19. All right. You do hit turbulence because of that. So the corporeal beings need to roll dexterity saving throws.
0: Do we have any help or advantage because we're holding on to stuff now or no?
1: Uh, no. Okay. You have to tie yourself or fasten yourself to.
0: Oh, well, then I'm going to stop control. hugging that pole because who cares if it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. So 28 eighth first down. That'd be a seven. So
2: another one. <laughs>
0: okay. So <laughs> oh, wow. All right. But at so least
2: hope. they're not on the piloting checks. So I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. take the damage now, heal that up, and be good.
1: Cricket Hand Row looks at you with great sympathy, seeing that you've fallen for the third time from the piloting controls, um, including being tied up. So it's like awkward. You're in a jumble of like ropes as well as you fall down. Um, you take nine points of damage, Nash. You take my- nine points of damage. Okay. I'll roll for the perks. Alright, one of them saves. Damn, one takes nine. Two of them take nine. Yeah, two of them take nine and basically they fall. One orc hits his jaw on the ground <sighs> and then it sort of puts his lights out and his body begins to sort of... Because the ship is moving, his body begins to slide off the side of the boat and fly out into space.
4: Somebody see to him, Stanley will call out.
1: Uh, right, so the go- some of the ghosts go towards them and, you know, just stop him from, from falling out into space. Um, but his body's lifeless as it sort of sit, lies on the deck. Oh, he's dead? He's
4: dead. Oh. Tick is dead. He's dead. I took, Or oh, was it Tick or Tick? Tick. Tick. Tick is dead.
1: Tick is dead. Uh, Union uh, saves as well as Badass T, but Badass T definitely, he's got like a, some. Um, you can see this sort of like egg on his head where he's taking a nasty hit. He's in rough shape. All right, make your next roll.
2: The next one was a twenty-one.
1: Okay, so you're able this time. You get back up, ropes all over, tangled around you, and you, whoo, and another lightning strike <whistles> 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 forms this like square, <whistles> and you just punch it right through the square, <whistles> and the um, the whale comes alongside you as you do this and absorbs the lightning and then shoots the lightning into the boat, you know, just not intentionally, but just because he's in near proximity, he conducts the lightning from himself into the boat. And lightning begins shooting everyone. Make a constitution saving throw, please. At everyone.
4: 21, we still have to do saves?
1: Um, at 21, well, this is a different instance of damage. You did the turbulence. Uh, now, the this, this whale that's taken affectionately to your ship is causing you extra heartache by being near and uh, it's not being shooed away or anything so
0: it's like that it's next gonna... gen episode where that that bug thinks the enterprise space bug thinks the enterprise is it's mother basically that's what this is like yeah, right?
1: some, something like that Okay. so um, I need everyone to make a uh, constitution saving throw play. 16 on the constitution save 25. 28
4: 13
1: 16 did anyone sorry 16 28 13 for Nash hope
2: 25
1: Okay, um so Nash, everyone's gonna take half damage except Nash is gonna take full damage. Jeez. Um eleven lightning damage to you,
0: Nash. Great. As you go <coughs> That's a uh, Wait, see, can't but... I hold on. Um well, never mind, I had it backwards. I can I can avoid other creatures. Um if other creatures have a resistance, I can override that. But I can't do it on myself, so never mind. Yeah, yeah.
1: So a uh, half—you you take half of eleven, I think, rounded down. So it'd be five. So five. So for those yeah. take, but well, you're taking eleven. You're taking the full, unless you have a resistance. Oh, to
0: all right. I don't. Uh, you're the resistance. only one that, that yeah. Failed the saving throw.
1: Um, the other two orcs <laughs> shock and then just drop to the the deck and begin sliding towards the sides. Um, they fly off the sides because the ghosts are also being shocked by lightning damage. They're like and the two orcs flow down to space and, 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 and badass T lies over the banister and he's like hope I don't know how much I don't know how much Lori can take of this
2: does someone ever heal
4: just get us to the safe spot we'll recover somebody right. shoo away the damn whale that was that was the second roll, so you're at the now you're now at the node at, the, at that
1: area that you sort of enter into this safe area. And the whale then brushes alongside and and scrapes along the side and sort of cuddles with, with the boat.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Egon whale. Shoo! Flee! <laughs> <laughs> Are you
1: intimidating it
5: yeah I'll intimidate the whale
1: all right make an intimidation roll please 10 10 all right you, you shoot away but you're you're so small compared to it you, you question whether you're making quite enough noise to capture its attention it seems to recognize the boat as an entity and maybe you as a bug or mosquito upon this boat um, it doesn't doesn't affect it in any
4: way fair Stanley's gonna pull out his uh, megaphone and aim (laughs) it at the whale and just make it do that really loud feedback whine.
1: Okay. Um,
4: Just to try and scare it off.
1: Okay, so make make an intimidation roll with that. Natural 20 for a 27. Alright, so you make this loud like... like (laughs) that awkward feedback sound making noise. And you hear the whale go, the space whale go, and it shivers and it begins swimming off, clearly agitated by this sonic cacophony as it goes, or cacophony. Um, (laughs)
4: Yes, please stay on brand.
1: As it darts off into space or into the nebula space.
4: Alright, can we hold it here and take a bit to recover before we move forward?
2: Yeah.
4: George appears to the deck and he
1: sees the, the, the last orc remaining and he goes,
3: <laughs> George
4: as he looks upon the, the orc. I know, George, I know. It's a it's a damn shame.
1: Well, uh I'm sorry to say they didn't last too long on the ship. But um Uh, Perhaps we should say a few words
4: for them, yes? Uh, Okay. Uh, We we recognize the sacrifice of Tick, Took, and Look. Three orcs that got a whole extra day from the rest of the crew. (laughs) I hope it was a better day for it.
3: Well.
1: Very well. Uh, and then one of the, the, the ghost uh, the ghost elves floats through the floor with a, with um a large what do they call those things?
3: Scottish things. Bagpipes, bagpipes. bagpipes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But like elfish bagpipes, so it's like whoo And then the other ghost elves take the um, the orc Is that
5: halo.
3: <laughs> it's it's yeah. halo
1: adjacent. The music for sure. <laughs> and and they take they, they sort of wrap up the orc in a cloth, and they let it float out into space. And the, it goes, and then a lightning strikes, <laughs> it explodes the orc. Like.
0: <laughs> Never see halo the same again.
4: All right, everybody. Let's uh, take an hour or two to rest, recover, and then we're going to press on.
1: Yeah, I think i speak for everybody here when I say I'm kind of sick and tired of getting plugged in lightning. This is badass, dude. We gotta start doing it. I, 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 I can't even think straight anymore. Please, Stanley.
4: Yeah, that's why I chased off the whale, badass T. Thank you. I, I, nobody likes getting struck by lightning. Even the ghosts don't like getting <laughs> struck by lightning.
3: Yeah, I could tell they really
4: didn't like it. All right, everybody, we're gonna we're gonna take a break. We'll be back in a little bit.
3: <laughs> sounds like you're <laughs>
0: sounds like you're going to a commercial break.
4: <laughs> yep. <laughs> after after these messages, yeah. After we'll these messages,
0: right we'll be right back. Right. Right. do we have a strategy for this lightning
4: yeah i got rid of the whale the whale was the reason for the lightning i got rid of it we were fine we just the ghost will be fine but i'm hurt badass T's grumpy and telling us things we already know we just need a minute to recover
1: <laughs> all right we'll wait your command captain all right we'll take a short rest all right 15 minute rest so you can use hit dice to recover hit points uh on a short rest for example if that's something you'd like to do
0: i definitely do um, i think our,
1: our npcs are going to take care of that so they'll do that
0: now i've done this in a bit and i forgot how the site does it
1: uh, so you have a certain amount of hit dice and you can expend them to roll them which will heal your life right so if i look at your character sheet
0: nash yeah where where do i keep those that's my question because I remember doing this before. I just don't remember where it is. So
4: next to long rest up at the top, you hit short rest. Then you'll see a bunch of check boxes for your hit die. Yep. There it is. Click it and it'll have you roll. And then you can roll how much HP you get. And you can keep doing that till you're at full or until you run out of. uh, Yeah. So each
1: check is for you, Nash, 1d6 plus three. So if you only roll one, you know, however many dice you want to roll to so recover I had to
4: use three to get back to full health and then every long rest you recover half of the hit die you've expended
1: which the sheet will take care of for you automatically yeah
0: why isn't it affecting my total it says automatically apply healing with dice result but it's not doing it
1: well, you can just write in the thing. So I would roll the dice and then just overwrite Yeah, the I'll points. do that. It's probably not going to automatically, it won't know your die roll unless there's a function in the sheet. No, does it does. It
4: if it. you click the the part where the die pops up, it should, but maybe something's going weird. Well, it's just, but I, either way, you want to do it.
1: But, yeah, I mean, one. you can just say, okay, I'm using four hit dice, roll four D6s, um, plus three. Is it plus three per dice, like one D6? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So cuz
4: you yeah. can you can roll it, see what your result is and then decide if you want to use another one or not. So Yeah, it's, it's just each a time.
0: Okay, so I'm going to do it. I'm using five hit dies. I hit take short rest. I confirm. Nothing happens.
4: Yeah, you got to roll the 5d6. Yeah, you got to so the the order of the clicks here is you click the box yeah. and then you'll see below it a little like one d 8 plus 6 or what, like whatever it says. Click that. Yeah. It will roll a dice and it will give you that hit point.
0: Okay, well... Okay, weird. Because it's... Here's all I have. I click on short rest. I get recover. And there's two options to click. Reset maximum HP, but we don't want that. Uh, that's unchecked. And then I have automatically apply healing with dice result. That is checked. Then I have sorcerer hit die stuff. Which is 1D6 plus Yeah, so click one of
4: those boxes.
0: Yeah, which I did. And
4: it should put a little square in it. Did another thing appear below the boxes?
0: No, it's all blank. just says take short rest or reset. Oh. So I'll just roll these is what I'll
4: do. Yeah, just roll it. Because for me, something appears and I can roll it.
0: Yeah, something's weird. Okay, so I knew I wasn't crazy. Let's see. Let's do... I'm going to do four of those. So four...
1: So it's 1d6, so 46 plus-, plus 12. Like each check mark is 1d6 plus three. So if you check four, you get 46 plus
0: 12, 4d6 plus 12. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. One, two, three, four. So, uh, that would be 25, uh, 25 total. So I'm going so to add do 25 that Twenty five to your hit points. Do you want more? Yeah. Then you can roll nope, more. I'm good. I'm happy with that. Okay. All right. That gets me in range. That's weird. I might Sweet. be a browser thing. I don't know why I didn't do it for me, but whatever. Hmm. Weird. No. Yeah. It's okay.
1: Okay. So everyone, has everyone recovered their hit points uh, to their satisfaction using their hit yes. dice with the short
5: rest? Very
1: satisfied. All right. Here. Yeah. Um, Union and uh, uh, Badass T have both taken the rest as well just to sit down and let's <sighs> take a breather uh, the ghosts as well uh, seem to have taken the short rest and seem to have benefited from it as well
4: all right once that's done Stanley will return to the bridge all right if everybody's feeling up to it we press on
1: Hi, captain and they all start getting to the ropes and start pulling ropes and making the sails go Cat Crooked Handrow looks to you, hope, and says, All right, let's do this next little little uh, bit.
2: All right, hope we'll look at the compass and the hand.
1: The compass continues to point uh, northeast. Basically, the direction it's pointing in, I'll give you a ruler, a ruler ruling, is the, this direction here.
2: you see that? Yeah. Okay, cool. So it's going to take three to... Okay, so she'll do the three to get to that second one at the um, northeast.
1: Oh, so you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna skip out on that node there and just go to the, that one, okay?
2: Yeah, because they'll have to do three. anyway. You'll have
1: to let everyone know this one's gonna be a longer tunnel.
2: Yeah, she'll call it. It's gonna be a bit longer, but not by much.
1: At least we don't have a whale this time. All right, so make your first roll, please. Only the first roll. 19. Okay, uh, 19. Um, there's some turbulence. We need everyone to make a dexterity saving throw,
0: please.
5: 19.
4: You, you still have the bardic inspiration, right? You haven't used it. No, 10 minutes it goes away.
0: 20 not natural oh, okay. for Nash. Can you give her another one? Would you I could, one?
4: but let's... I mean, right now we're doing okay. 24 for Stanley.
2: 24 for Hope.
1: All right, everyone got twenties. Twenty rolls it. That's what I heard.
5: Yep. I got a nineteen.
1: Uh, you're safe. So you guys managed. You guys are getting used to the turbulence. The boat shakes. You grab onto something and and you stand fast. All right, next roll. Hope sixteen. Uh, Yep. You manage to make it through. Lightning creases over this. And then a wave of force moves out. And you take the sticks and dodge to the right. Get away from it. Then cutting through the, the nebula, the whales returning here. As it begins to sidle up to the side of the boat and brush up against it.
4: Stanley's gonna do the trick again with the megaphone, try and scare it one more time.
1: Alright, make your intimidation roll. An 11. Alright, this time the sound doesn't work quite as well. Um, also seems like the, the, the whale's a little more insistent and the second whale appears from the other side too and it begins to brush up against it. And next thing you know the school of whales with these three eyes and three mouths all sort of are near forming a school and you're part of the school and lightning nodes sort of connect the different whales, but don't hit the boat as you're flying now in the middle of five different whales all around you. Um, Hope make your next roll.
2: 25.
1: Okay. So you, navigate. You're threading the needle now. You're in the zone as lightning strikes between whale and whale. You're and you move through the next zone of space with all the whales around you. Um, there was... Wait, was this the second roll or third roll? This is the third, this is the third. roll. Third, third, third roll. roll, okay. Alright, now you've got one more movement. Um, oh no, that's it. Alright, so as you approach this next node, you hear a strange sound from all the whales. And the whales split off in five different directions and they go and they fly off like as if they're running from prey. They just immediately fly off, and you fly into this now blackened part of the nebula where everything becomes suddenly very dark. There's still purple around in the clouds, but in the center of this space, sucking all the light out of the nebula as you move forward. You see this sort of angry sphere emanating blue
0: flame. Jeez. Oh, the enemy of the whale and us potentially.
2: Is the compass doing anything?:
1: The compass is pointing in the direction of the sphere.
2: I hope we'll look at the compass and then look at Stanley.
4: well uh, how big is the sphere is it like big enough to fly the ship into or is it just kind of it's hard to down? tell from this distance the only it, it looks small
1: um it looks small but you're still far you're still kilometers out from it you can just see it off in the distance you'll have to approach it to examine it further it's hard to tell its size at this distance
4: Stanley just kind of looks around at everybody we're doing this right
2: Hope old nod go. Yes. And then she'll start going forward.
1: Alright, so you're flying it straight to the sphere or you're flying it near the sphere?
2: She'll go straight to it, unless right. told otherwise.
1: So you fly it straight into the sphere, how quickly are you approaching? Like are you putting pedal in the metal or
2: cautiously?
3: So cautiously? cautiously. <laughs>
1: All right. So you begin flying closer to it and it doesn't appear to be gaining in size. And as you get within, you know, uh, half a kilometer of it, you, it's like it's very visible in space, but you see that it's not growing in size very much. And it's starting to look like it's too small for the ship to, to enter into, if that was your thought.
2: So keep going.
1: All right. You keep going and it approaches the, the nose of your ship. And it seems to be small, about the size of maybe one of the cannons. Maybe it's six feet in diameter. And it's this small thing. If you fly any closer, you'll get the nose of the boat stuck in it, perhaps. And it's, it, it looks like a sphere, but as you get closer and every, you move towards the front of the boat to get a better look at it, um, it seems like it's a sphere with star with a landscape of stars on the inside. And there's, like, some sort of triangle shape on the
3: inside.
2: Do we try to drive into it, Stanley? Or we can try and walk in?
4: I don't know. Maybe bring us alongside it. I uh, don't suppose any of the clown college individuals told you about this?
2: No. Hope will pull the ship alongside so that if they... Close enough that if they wanted to kind of like walk a plank to get to it as people, they could. Okay,
1: so you pull up along parallel, so to speak. It's a sphere, so, you know, but you you pull up parallel to the sphere. And as you do so, the hand of the trinket you have moves towards the sphere. You pull up alongside the sphere, and the sphere is about as tall as Varel, uh, height and width, wi- like height twice, you know, diameter size. And inside the sphere, you see like, like there's this flaming, like, like gaseous thing that looks like it's burning a hole in the universe sort of on all sides. But as you move around it, it never looks like you can actually see that flame head on. And inside the sphere sort of stretched and distorted like a lens, you see a sea of stars, And as you get closer, you see this dark black and gray sort of pyramid slowly rotating on the inside.
4: Well, Nash, why don't you go touch it?
0: Really? You want me just to touch it?
4: I mean, it hasn't stopped you in the past, and I'm curious about it. If anybody's going to go touch it.
0: I feel like you're the logical choice. Well, can Nash? Well, Nash can't like spacewalk, can he? What is he there, gonna do? There's
1: still about sixty feet of space between you and the boat. Um, as you pull up alongside it, you'll have to fly out with your thermal underwear DNA, perhaps.
0: Yeah, but how, and, will, um, I, how will I stay alive? Like I can't. I'm not. I can't not breathe. Right.
1: So, Cap, uh, uh, Uncle Sever has a look at your face. He goes, "Right, I think we got something for that. Um, that concern. I, I can. I know that look." That's the look of someone saying, how do I breathe in space? (laughs) And I've got, I've got something for that. Uh, Georges. And Georges appears, go get the helmets. And Georges goes, Georges. And he goes down beneath decks and then he comes out to the door, holding these large uh, glass bowls with these little sort of neck fasteners on them. And he goes, Georges. And um, Uncle Sever says, these are space breathers for your mortals. He just put that on your head And he takes one by example And he puts the bowl on his head And then he pushes the button on it It's got this sort of elven design It's wood where, where it connects It's not metal, it's made of wood and glass And he puts the bowl on his head And he This will help you to breathe in spice If you need to do so He takes it off and goes, here you go, Nash uh,
0: I, I would take it, but I would say Well, what about the rest of me? Like, space is cold and unforgiving. It's going to just shrink me and make me shatter into ice out there. I need like Oh, uh, you'll be fine. This will <laughs> take care of the whole body? The whole deal? You'll be fine.
2: Hope's putting on her helmet and just like, Nash, it'll be all right. <laughs> We've done crazy things.
5: All right. I'll do it. Does my snoot fit?
1: Uh... Right. um and he sort of, there's a little, like, sort of arcane dial on one of the ones he gives to you, and he pushes he sort of moves a few, ta- like, wooden tabs, and the glass sort of molds into a beak shape, so you have less of a bowl and more of a bowl and a beak area for your mouth. And he goes, yeah, try this one. All right. All right, and as you put on your helmets, the wood magically, you know, changes shape to fasten tightly around your, like, collar area, and it goes... Whoop and you're now you're breathing proper air inside the bowl.
0: Okay. Are you sure this is going to protect uh, our exposed skin and stuff? You'll be fine, mate.
1: It's just a bit of spice. Nothing to be scared of. As long <laughs> yeah, as you can sp- breathe.
0: Alright, let's go. And
2: we'll Hope go. brings the compass.
1: Well, I don't think everyone was going to go. They wanted you to go lick it, Nash. Oh, by so. myself? Oh. Alright. It's a bit of you first. I I feel like you drew the the short straw. Is that right, Captain?
4: Uh, (sighs) You know, maybe not put quite so crudely, but usually he's the volunteer to go touch things before anybody else anyway, so I figured it would be a job he would jump at. Or hover to in this case. Nash, you got the underwear. You float on over there. Check it out.
0: Hang on a second. I'm going to... Do I have to be in turns here to do this?
4: No, nope.
0: no. I mean, I don't mean. Oh, I
1: don't know what you're asking. Sorry, yeah. I don't know why I said that.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> just
3: I'm going to
1: answering questions, so I'm like, "All right, well, <laughs> here's an answer to a question <laughs> I don't even understand."
4: <laughs> I chose no.
0: <laughs> I want to cast. Sorry. I want to cast shield on myself at level one. Okay. All right. Um, just to. Have a little extra layer or something. Something. What's okay. the duration of your shield? Um, that's what I was trying to figure out. One round. So that's it, what I mean. I got to be in like. I guess we it, have to be in fighting. It lasts it's one a, round so six
4: yeah, seconds. It's a reaction type attack.
0: Yeah, that's so not going to work. The
4: idea is that you use it when you know what damage is coming in.
0: Yeah, I'm not doing that. Um. All right, I'll just take him at his word. Whatever. Uh, underwear DNA and engage. I'm just going to fly out there. Right. So Put you, me in the lock I guess the airlock. Boat. Yeah. You lift up from the boat and float out towards the, the globe. Yeah. And as
1: as the globe gets closer, you feel your body kind of distort. Like your fingers get a little more stretchy as you get closer.
0: Great. So there's some time space shit here. Um, alright. Well I will I will note that or notice that and then continue forward. Do I have any communication with them?
1: I mean you can yell at them across space.
0: They're not gonna hear it. We don't have like a mind meld. One of my thing. Oh, the the other campaign. Yeah, Stanley D and D space,
1: not Star <laughs> Trek space.
0: Yeah. Well, Stanley has his. They're not Stanley. Your other character, Co, has a. Yeah. Has a thing.
4: Psychic like network isn't in this game.
0: Yeah, it's not in here. Um, all right. Well, then I'll continue to float to the anomaly. All right. You float out fifty feet from the boat. <laughs>
1: Everyone watches Nash as he floats
0: out, <laughs> you and you get
1: close to the sphere, and your body's a little distorted. And you're now in front of this sphere, and, and what you can see in the sphere is there's a pyramid, floating in space. In the sphere, it's gray, mm-hmm. and it's inside the sphere. Okay. The spe- inside the sphere is a sea of stars, Okay. and this pyramid, floating out there, foreboding. A slight from a, it's rotating, inside the sphere. But aside from that, it's doing nothing. Um, now that you can see closer, you see that there are glyphs of all kind marked across. Its sides, and it's strange because as it rotates, one side seems invisible. So as it rotates, you notice all of a sudden there's no there's no pyramid, but then it continues to rotate, and then you see the pyramid again.
0: It's like one of its sides is cloaked. Okay. Um, do I feel anything physical other than my distortion?
1: No. I mean, you feel fine. You just it's a little weird around this uh, sphere.
0: Okay, but adventure closer to the sphere then. Okay, do you touch it or do you just get? Um, close? Like, I'd get close enough to where I could reach out and touch the, the uh, the pyramid, but I won't do it just yet. I just want to be in that okay. range. So you have your hand just just a, like an inch away. Yeah, so really close, and I will just real quick I feel do. Fine. I want to do a quick detect magic. Um, okay, just to. I don't know. I'll see what the hell's going on here. Sure.
1: For the duration, uh, one action, concentration of 10 minutes. You sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of you. You sense magic in this way. You can use your action to see a faint or around any visible creature object in the air. It bears magic. Mm. Um, so you cast detect magic. And <laughs> indeed, what you are detecting is magical. There's a, a hue that glows around this sphere. Okay. This is magical in nature. It was created by a, a an intercession of the laws of
0: physics and space. Do I have any insight as matter. to what that might be? or what uh, it might be? If you
1: had to guess, let's do an arcana check.
0: Okay. Can definitely do one of those. <sighs> Can't roll for shit today. Twelve.
1: Hmm. Your best guess, you don't feel confident in it, but your best guess is this is some kind of portal magic. And, and traversing into this sphere will take you to another place in time and space. Perhaps even another dimension.
3: Oh.
0: Well, I came out here to touch it, so I'm going to touch it. All right. You,
1: you reach out your hand in space and put your hand into the sphere. And then you see your hand inside the sphere. It looks a little different, like the way a mirror might reflect something differently.
0: But you can still feel your hand. You open and close it. It's still working. So I'm not sucked into some place. I'm still here in the same place. Yeah, you seem fine. Hmm. Am I actually touching the pyramid? Like that's no. it. A- not <clears> a- the pyramid seems distant. Okay. Well, not too distant, but it seems distant inside the sphere. I would want to get closer to that.
1: Uh, do you move into the sphere? Ye- yes. <clears throat> you cross the threshold into the sphere. Whoomp, and then you find yourself floating in endless space with the pyramid before you. Maybe... Not too distant, but it looks larger all of a sudden. It looms over you miles high. It's actually, it looks like a little trinket inside the sphere, but as you move through the sphere, it is a giant pyramid in front of you. And as it rotates very slowly in your direction, you see a slight wharf and an entranceway towards the base of the pyramid. There, there are glyphs on a horseshoe-sized gate and leading into darkness somewhere inside the pyramid.
0: I will continue toward that.
1: All right. You, you look back just to see what your bearings are, and you see that there's a little circle, a little hole, and then your ship, you see your airship in the purple nebula uh, floating. And to everyone else, it looks like Nash has disappeared into the sphere.
0: Oh, shit. So the rest of you on the boat, Nash is gone. <laughs> Don't celebrate <laughs> yet. I might come back. All right, so I'll keep making my way toward the thing. The yeah, so horseshoe. You float slowly
1: towards the the ship. It's going to take a little while. As you get closer, it doesn't seem to get any closer. Okay. Am I making your any st- progress? Your estimate might be it might take you thirty minutes. Okay, but,
0: but it's hard to know. It's hard to know. It's space but I am making progress. I can tell that, right?
1: Yeah. You can tell that you are making progress. It's just, it's not as close as it seems.
0: Okay. Um, well, I'd keep on keeping on. Am okay, i going back keep on. All right. So Nash has now been
1: disappeared for 30 minutes. Do you at any point? Do you stop and go, what's going on? <laughs> or do you just let him be gone? Party on the boat.
3: Well,
4: I don't know how much time we should give him. If he's stuck, we should definitely go help him, but then again, it is Nash. Who knows what he's doing over there? Alright, it doesn't sound like a lot of concern. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: It's
4: quiet introspection. Everybody's just thinking about it. It looks (laughs)
5: like magic bull that Nash ends up on, you know, it's just he's on a magical adventure. What can you say? Yeah, All right. if he so needs Nash, something
4: I'm sure he'll find a way to tell us 30
1: minutes goes by and you're in the, floating in the depths of space as you look behind you you can barely make out the circle that you moved through um, you, you approach the looming pyramid and you, you step down onto the wharf and just miles high this pyramid looms up and you get a sense of foreboding and dread you have a feeling that this place is telling you to turn away On the stone wharf leading into the side of the pyramid is a demi-circle of blackness. And around it is a frame, half-circle frame, filled with hieroglyphs
0: along the side. And this sense of dread I have is otherworldly, or is it just me being panicky?
1: It's an unnatural sense of dread. It's, It's... it shouldn't make you feel this way, but there's a sort of force to it, like a magnetism that's repelling your presence.
3: Okay, in that case. Oh, jeez.
0: Well, at that stage, I'd feel like there's. I'm going to just end up dead if I go on this on my own. I got to go back and tell them what's going on. So I would I would uh, put my undies in reverse and pitter patter the other <laughs> way. Did you go in
1: reverse? <laughs> <laughs> I would just
0: turn around. Oh, go you the turn other way. around?
1: Okay, yeah. I thought maybe you were backing it up. <laughs> no, because um, you're in reverse, right? So you're like,
3: yeah.
1: it's fun to picture you going in reverse. Yeah. Um. So you turn around and you make your way, you know, in the direction you came from. Uh, let's do a survival roll, please.
0: Okay. Please be decent this time. Come. That's okay. 17. Um, You
1: travel out for a little while looking for the, uh, the gate again that you pass through. Fortunately, after 15 minutes of traveling in a direction you weren't very certain of, you do spot it. But you were a bit off course. So the travel back takes you 45 minutes instead of 30 minutes. Okay. Um, you now see the circle that you pass through, and you pass through it back into space. And to the rest of the boat, you've been waiting for an hour and 15 minutes, uh, roughly, maybe a little more, an hour and a half. Um, and yeah, Nash finally reappears and then floats back towards the boat.
4: Oh, there, look, there he is. We were just about to go get him, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: right so you found you can't you found what you're looking for there
0: i'll get off or land take the thing off and say um yeah it's a it's something in there that's real weird and the closer i got to it the scarier it got so i turned around but there's something unnatural going on in there and i'll explain to them the sense that i had being in there and to describe what i saw on the hieroglyphics and the
4: is there more space to traverse in there? Should we try and bring the entire boat in? Do you think that would work?
0: Uh, probably. It didn't reject me or anything I was wearing, so probably could take whoever. Big ship full of people. Shouldn't be a problem. Well, there's something real bad in there. I don't know what.
2: How easy was it to find the way back?
0: Kind of hard, because it's not a big hole. That I, that I came through. I assume that the hole will be the size of the ship if the ship goes through it, but either way, it's a big space in there, and it's just kind of... You're good at navigation, though. You could probably, you know, remember where your car is in the mall parking lot better than the rest of us and know where that hole is.
4: All right, well, Hope, why don't we try and bring the boat in? At the very least, we could uh, leave it near the exit probably be easier to spot the boat than it is the hole
2: could we um, have a piece of rope going through the hole attached to the ship so that we know exactly where it is when we need to go back
0: I don't
4: know if how much how long did you have to fly in there before you
0: uh well how long have I been gone it was thirty.
1: It was about a half an hour to fly to the pyramid.
0: Does that match? So that's real time for me and them. It didn't get distorted or whatever, as far as you know, Bo.
1: Yeah, it took you. It was about thirty minutes. Your time, okay. like you were gone for an hour and a half. I mean, no one's checking a clock.
0: But I mean, they're not seeing two hours go by. No, and, and I only saw a half an hour go by. Right, it's not one of those deals. Like Picard's not no, playing no, no, a flute no, no, in no, no, his eighties. No, no. no, no. Okay,
1: the, your time is
4: parody. <clears throat>
0: Alright. Then I will then I'll explain that and, and also explain that I was a little off course and that's what took me longer to get back.
4: That's an awful big rope.
2: Um the coordinates we we can track that. And hope we'll go up to the coordinate panel and see if she can't mark here on this side of space where the hole is, and then when they go through where the hole is in that space.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, one of the issues is that the the hole, the sphere is six feet in diameter. It's unclear whether the boat will fit through. Well, we gotta try. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure to remind you of that fat little detail.
4: But okay. You ever commit to an idea and before you even know if it's gonna work or not, you got a pretty good feeling it's not gonna because the DM went Okay.
3: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All
4: right. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, let's uh, let's try it. Let's try it. All right.
1: So, hope you're going to try and navigate the ship into the sphere?
2: Yes, but very 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 slowly so at the first sign of any damage, it okay.
1: stops. Okay. So, do you are you going to pull out and then sort of three-point turn into it? Or are you just going to try and turn into it? So um, you face it head on, or you just try to swirl in along the side of it?
2: She'll do head on.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. All right. So you move the ship in the direction of the sphere as you sort of pull out, pull out, and try to hit it head on. As you move towards the the sphere, the front of the boat begins to shrink, like <sighs> get sucked in. <sighs> like like through a straw all of a sudden the phys- laws of physics no longer obey and the boat distorts and everyone looks stretchy and weird and it, it feels like your bodies are being pulled as you suck get sucked through this straw <laughs> and the boat floats in <laughs> and the boat then reemerges on the other side of the sphere <laughs> and you're through the portal
2: all right, Hope's going to go to that coordinate map and she's going to try and mark where that hole is.
1: All right, so to quick, quick, Hand Row helps you and she said, and to make a new set of coordinates and then it prints out on this little parchment thing that goes, and a little printout of the coordinates appears.
2: Cool, she'll leave that on the ship and then look at Row and go for a quick escape.
1: Right, that's a good idea. All right, now you're you're now in this clean space with no nebula around, and there's no landmarks anywhere in sight except this large pyramid looming before you, miles above your ship. And there's this sort of the sound, this like low humming sound of maybe the pyramid's presence
0: through space
5: I've still got my helmet on I'm just gonna I don't like it
1: (laughs) (laughs) what do you do next
3: well
4: I think we head for the pyramid
1: alright you bring your boat up alongside travel doesn't take as long to travel by boat as it does by thermal underwear DNA so um within about five minutes you're at the wharf and the pyramid looms over you you pull up to the wharf and the boat uh, the ghosts let a dock out and badass T says oh, I'm ready to go let's see what's inside this pyramid what a gas.
5: Quick check-in as to what Varel knows. Because I know Dr. Spider knew different stuff. This is a space prison, right? Do I know that?
3: Mm, yeah, Hope I don't remember who knows what.
2: Hope explained her whole story when she was gone. So she would have explained Vice as best to her knowledge. I don't remember. Okay. The
3: yeah. knowledge
1: Which, so vice so was a prison. Yes, I believe that was explained
5: which is also where the eye is being held. So by chance, now this is also where Tungsten Wheel is.
1: Yeah, there was definitely the, the two bits of information intersecting that Pentel Vice was a place for Hope to seek out further power, as well as the last known location of Tungsten Wheel. That... Um, uh, Dungle Star Raven's Bread learned about by Laser Pigeon.
5: Alright, so in my best <laughs> ma- best, like the core level movie kind of line, if this is a prison, then where are the guards? <laughs> nice.
1: Ooh. Uncle Sever comes up and says, like, you make a good point, Vorel. As a ghost, I've got an expertise on haunted places and, well, This raises my ghostly hairs on my neck, even.
4: Well, unfortunately, it is a case of no matter how scary, spooky, or taken over it may be, we don't have a choice. We have to go in there. Right, well, what's your away party going to look like?
1: Us ghosts can't join you, and we lost the orcs. But you got yours. Your guard here, your Belilicoon, and your badass
4: T. Well, I say all of us living folk on the ground, you ghost mind the ship. Any instructions while you're away, Captain? Just keep it ready for a quick escape. Keep your eyes on where we came in, so if we need to get out of here and fast... You're set to go. Right.
1: Perhaps we can use the laser pigeon as a reminder of where it is. Just shoot one out over the portal.
4: Not a bad idea.
1: Hmm. Good. Good hunting, Captain. And the crew stands to attention uh, near where the dock is, uh, making a ceremony of your exit. Alright, so Badass T, Union, Varel, Hope, Valir, Nash, you disembark from the boat. And you're now upon a large stone bridge leading to a doorway in the side at the base of the pyramid. You walk slowly towards it. And as you get close to the uh, gateway, finally you're able to see inside a little bit. Although it's quite dark in there. Those with dark vision can see. Those without cannot. Does anyone want to do uh, any light?
0: Are there any loose, uh, I don't know, pebbles, rocks, uh, matter around? Everything's made of gray brick. There's no loose pebbles or
1: loose ground anywhere. It's all smooth and... It's all smooth and... Perfectly constructed. This doesn't look like some shoddy old design. It
0: looks opaque, uniform. All right. Well, I'll take a veggie peeling out of my pocket, set it a, uh, set it a light with, uh, with that, or with my power, and then I will have the little hand hold it. My right. shoulder hand. So the little hand holds out a glow-in-the-dark vegetable peeling, yep. illuminating everywhere. Yep.
1: And as you enter into this room, you see that it's a long hallway and with a large roof. Good clip up you know uh, let's say 60 feet maybe like hall like Sistine Chapel style except without the ornate colors it's all gray and dull this sort of archway leading down and as you walk down this archway you see statues of these large beings cut in triangular shapes with these sort of diamond like legs and diamond like like diamond shaped arms and they're sort of arched with these faces without any without any mouth or eyes just this sort of face and this band across where the eyes might be and they stand leaning over top in the archways and there's about eight of them as you move past them down this long hallway finally at the end is this large circular room and there's a large circle in the middle with um, what appears to be something of a pit so it goes down and on one side of the pit, on the opposite side, there, there is a, uh, another stone-like figure, but this one isn't leaning forward. This one is standing to when I say large, I mean it's about 12 or 14 feet. There are glyphs uh, written in some arcane language all across the, the, the floor around this circle.
2: Can anyone read that?
4: Take a look. Is it a uh, language I recognize at all?
1: Uh. So, does anyone have um, speak in arcane cipher? Nope.
4: <laughs> nope. <laughs> not one of Not one of mine.
1: Mm, you are schooled in the ways of magic, and so looking at it, even quickly, you can see that this these, this isn't like some sort of cipher. It's not. It's a language, but not any languages between the four of you or six of you, rather that you know.
4: All right, I let everybody know that.
3: It's deathly quiet in here.
5: And you described Welcome. it as kind of an end, right? Like, we've reached a wall with the statue with a circle around, it, or can we go on past?
1: There's no uh, exits from this room apart from the large hole. The hole, I would say, is about 30 feet in diameter, and it leads into blackness goes down which is interesting because you were at the base of the pyramid so you would sort of assume what could be down and not up but that's
0: where this leads sounds like puzzles
2: Hope will start looking around the room to see if she can find writing on the walls or anything that looks suspicious or Hmm. might lead to something
1: make an investigation check please 10. You find lots of writing in the arcane cipher. Um, but apart from that, the only thing of interest, apart, uh, apart from the hole, is th- the presence of that large figure near the, the mouth of the hole on the opposite end, at the
0: very end.
2: She'll hold up her arm and transform it into the hand and then put it on the circle cipher, the language on the ground in the circle.
1: It does nothing.
2: She'll change her hand back.
1: You, you, you may wish to speak with your friend.
2: As okay, yeah, that's true. So as she changes it back, she'll uh, uh, call out. Well, what next?
1: Everyone hears this, but they don't hear the other side of the conversation, so let's do headphones off for everyone but hope. Behind your party members, you see a hooded figure. You can't make out his face, but his voice echoes through your skull. Yes, we have arrived. The next step of our plan. Good. This place Is a prison for the cosmos' worst entities. We need to gain access to it. Speak loudly and clearly and address this warden here. He will provide you with information. But unless you are able to find this place's secret entrances, the way forward is down. And with that, he disappears. Oh, unless you have a question.
3: <laughs>
2: Sorry. Uh, no, 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 no. She, I trying to make it dramatic, to- but you can oh, interact. Great. <laughs> she totally start to ask something, but then he's gone.
1: Okay, perfect. So everyone else headphones on then. Uh,
2: so hopeful. then, after... Calling out what next, turn to the big statue and ask loudly, We need access.
1: All right. And so the statue with his sort of band, the band where his eyes begins to glow white. (laughs) Unidentified beings. Please state your names and purpose for y- your visit to Pentel Vice.
2: Orifi Akmenos, uh, we're here to find Tungsten Wheel.
3: <laughs>
1: Welcome, Orifi Akmenos. You are not. Name is not familiar to us on the list of collectors. We cannot provide information on inmates to unauthorized personnel.
3: Uh, Hopeful, my- kind,
2: Yeah, nod to the, everyone else to kind of step up and give names.
4: My name is Valir Ornath. I am the Solilli Prime, here to collect Tungsten Wheel.
1: Greetings, Entity Valir Ornath. Your name is not familiar to us as a member of the Collectors. Information on inmates is unauthorized.
0: I'll step up and go Nash Maggard of the Solar Mines.
1: Greetings Nash Maggard of the Solar Mines. Your name is not recognized on the list of collectors known to us. Information on inmates is not authorized.
5: Vorel Rasfim Kurik?
1: Greetings, Vorel Rasfim Kurik. You are not known to us on the list of known collectors. Information on inmates is not authorized.
4: I think you better tell him, Badass T, you're probably on the list.
1: Yeah, I don't know. This guy's just going to say the same shit. Whatever.
4: <laughs> and
1: Yunyan steps forward and says, My name is Union Wheel. I am the Kuhn And the statue responds, Your name, uh, entity, your name is not known to us on the list of known collectors. Information on inmates is unauthorized.
5: How do we get authorization?
1: Authorization is only to... Is, authorization is given to collectors.
5: I submit and become a collector.
1: If you wish to apply to become a collector, you must contact your nearest instructor.
5: Contact the nearest instructor, then. This is outside the scope of my operations. Your operations are foolish.
1: My operations are to manage intake of inmates. If you have any inmates to submit, please deposit them into the hole in front
5: of me. If I deposit badass tea, may I pass?
1: If he is on the list of wanted wanted um, uh, (laughs) what's a good word if he's on the list of wanted felons for crimes against cosmic space you may deposit him into the hole and collect your reward
4: from an instructor he might be he murdered that guy and blew up whole portals around Sigil he's probably a very known felon
0: I do
1: not have a record of a badass T
0: it's in a different dimension, you guys.
4: No, he did that in this dimension. He did? Yes.
1: I thought oh, he... Yes. Well, yes. Hey, do I gotta say in this, it was over a couple. Uh, <laughs> do you want to get into it like this? <laughs> Look. What's
5: we- your last name, Tedna? I gave up my last name. Uh, yes, of course you did.
3: <laughs> Are you trying
5: to dead name me? Sir... Yes. What what might this entity thing know you as?
1: I don't know. I was 10 number four. Now I'm badass T. I don't remember my last name.
3: Don't make me say it. Fine.
2: So, um... We can either get in the prison through the hole, or there—I guess there are secret entrances—but I don't know how to get those.
3: It's
1: Garfield, okay? My last name was Garfield. There, I said it.
0: What's wrong with Garfield?
5: I hate it. (laughs) Okay, I'm (laughs) uh, building. (laughs) I have brought. Tedna Garfield. <laughs>
1: Tedna Garfield entity, not on list of known felons.
4: Okay. I mean, that's just a bad list because he definitely is a criminal.
5: It'd be Pretty big criminals then.
2: Um, statue, what if I said I was Tungsten Wheel?
1: I do not understand the nature of this inquiry, Hope. Or, sorry, Orifi Akmanos. Have you misstated your name?
2: Yes, Tungsten Wheel is my name.
1: Greetings to meet you, Tungsten Wheel. Your name is not on the known list of collectors. Information on inmates is not permitted.
0: Do we have any of the ghosts with us that could speak to this?
4: No, No, I think... Yeah. Okay. Look, I say we just put badass T in the middle of that hole and see what happens. If they take him to prison... You know, that's a way in. How hard can it be to break out of a prison? Do I get a say in this? No, this is what you're here for. This is literally what you're here for.
1: He takes a deep breath and looks to Hope. Only
4: if she asks
1: me to do
3: it.
2: Would you be willing to try it out for us?
1: I'd jump through hell itself for you, Hope.
2: Hope will (laughs) close her eyes and shake her head.
1: I'd fall off all of my toenails and eat over if you actually me to yeah, like <laughs> difficult
3: just so he could say
5: that.
2: <laughs> not.
5: There's no nutritional value in this.
2: <laughs> Hope has no That's the point. I'd so.
1: be willing to do anything.
2: Uh, he, if, if you want, try it out and see what happens.
1: Not if I want, if you want Hope. He says, fine, well, try fast. it out. So he puts a leg up on the lip of this hole. And he says, you want me just to jump in?
2: Yeah. All
3: right.
1: <clears throat> he pulls out his knife. Shink, shink.
3: In the name of
1: hope, I enter you. And then he runs to the hole and he jumps in with both knives out and jumps through the hole belly flop first with the knives ah! and then it, it's just the voice immediately cuts off and it's silent and that's maybe where we'll leave it for this week how about that, the that <laughs> that's a
3: really good ending
0: <laughs> oh, that's a great cliffhanger i love it what happened to You wonder what happened to badass T all week yeah Hopefully, one more Tedna gun is what this is.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, I like the another goal one has now
2: become to erase the Tednas yeah. from the multiverse. Another yeah. Tedna
0: down and out. Uh, all right. Well, if you want to turn in, tune in next week and find out, you'll have to do that, listeners and people watching live to find out what happens next right here on There Will Be Dungeons. In the meantime, support us at our website. It's over at therewillbedungeons.com. You click on there. Throw us a buck or two our way, and your favorite DD show continues to be made. So head on over and check it out. That's therewillbedungeons.com. It's gonna do it for us. Uh I think that's it. Did I forget anything? No. We'll be back next week. Everything's normal. So come back next week, everybody. For me, for Kyle, for uh Kristen, for Bo, for John. We'll see you next time.